What's going on, my people? This is Wale from the Pregame Podcast. We appreciate your support. Thank you for listening to this episode. Please like, share, and subscribe to us on Spotify, SoundCloud, Anchor, and wherever you listen to podcasts. We love y'all, and until next time, peace. Stop it. (laughs) Yeah, man. You already know what time it is, man. When you hear my voice, you know that it's time for another episode of the pregame podcast. Ooh. Wole. Bree Bree. Ooh. Red Velvet. Ooh. A.K.A. Thompson. Ooh. We here. We got a special guest, friend of the show, in the building. Ooh. We'll reveal him. We'll reveal that nigga in about two and a half minutes. Uh, <laughs> Bree's on vacation. No Bree this week. So we're going to hold it down, right? We're gonna so, hold of it course. Down. Yes, um, sir. Do you know what episode number this is? 266. Fuck. <laughs> 266. <laughs> I was hoping that you didn't know. You trying to get me? Yeah. You <laughs> <laughs> like trying to throw me <laughs> Nah, because nah, every time we record, he was like, yo, this is episode... Um, I always what? say a number that's either accurate or the one below or the one above. I, I know, yeah, I remember. It's 266 of the pregame. Like I said, we'll lay here. Kuda's here. No breathe this week. And she's on vacay. But we got this nigga, our friend, our brother, friend of the show. Recurring guest on the pod hey, in man. our group chat. Never fucking says a word in our group chat. You ain't gonna do all that. But we love anytime he appears because he always has really hot takes from 1995. Mr. Light Skin Corey is in the building. Do you, do you like when I'm here? Like I love when you're here, right, bro. Man, I, just, I love when I want to feel the love tonight, man. I want to feel the love. I want to feel the love too. Oh, before we get into. Giving uh showing more love to this nigga Lyson Court. It is gonna be my birthday in T minus two hours and fifty four minutes. So I'll be thirty three years old. It is fucking lit. Jesus. My mayday. I'm it's, excited. It's Jesus here. Yes, we are going to oh, you're stupid. We are going <laughs> to celebrate. Okay. But before we do that, let's start with checking. One, two, three, notice. You gotta go first. That's some new shit I've never seen before. Yeah, so. well, now you gotta go. How was your <laughs> so, well, <laughs> how was your week, man? Check in, big no, fella. My, uh, my week was good, man. Um, I just finished all my exams. Hey. You know, school's done for the semester. Hey. Passed everything. Hey. You know, um, I came back from, um, you know, South Carolina. Hey. Um, it was for an unfortunate situation. My grandmother passed. Condolences, Condolences, my brother. Condolences, that's, that's yeah. It's horrible. The family pushed through and stuff like that. Um, but other than that, it's been good, man. I, I had to cancel um, some sparring matches I had set up, you know, for my father to see because he was supposed to be up here this week. Mm. So, but um, are they yeah. still gonna come? Just another part. Of just the maybe sometime throughout the year, some other time throughout the year, because this is the only time they're really playing for. So. Word. Yeah, but other than that, man, can't complain. Everything's good in my life right now. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cootie, a.k.a. Red Velvet. How you feeling, sir? Feeling good, feeling great. Um, This week actually went by pretty fast, uh, surprisingly. Um, it was a very smooth week. Um, Nothing really significantly happened. Uh, that I can honestly highlight. I think it was just a regular chill week. Um, I did take advantage of the wet, warm weather. Uh, was when it, you say that, you say what? Just being outside. You know what I mean, like dining. No, nah, not even just being outside, bro. Like even just like if it's a uh, like a walk down the block, 
Um, I actually did go jogging, surprisingly. Um, did go jogging, which was very therapeutic, just to kind of zone out the music and just do the track a couple times. Um, and yeah, and allergies is kicking my ass. Thank God for Zertech. Shout out to Zertech. Um, if you're looking for a sponsor, I'm your guy. But, where are um, your guys? And oh, yeah, yeah, where, where, yes, yeah. plural, sorry. Sponsor the pregame. Um, but other than that, bro, I, I can't complain, man. Um, it's a good week. I'm just here for the chance of the freaking weekend. Um, you know, salute to you for a lot, soon to be lapping another year uh, around this world, this crazy ass world. Um, you know, all I, all I got to do is just say, wish, you know, good juju in your 33rd year um, in advance. Um, you know, a lot of people that we know that we don't know, or some people like indirectly know that it hasn't made it to 33. So, 33 is most definitely a milestone being a minority in this today's world. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, I'm just happy that you're here, and um, I'm happy that I'm here, and we, we recorded. Word, well <coughs> said, sir. Well said. I'll keep my check in brief, too. Um, as I said at the beginning, it's my birthday week, but my birthday month, my birthday is in a few hours. Um, took some time off. Took a, I always take vacation for my birthday. I take seven days off to kind of just chill and do whatever the hell I want. And I did just that. Did a quick little uh, vacay at a beach resort up in Cape Cod called uh, Green Harbor Resort. Dope little spot. They got a heated pool on the premises, mini golf on the premises, private beach on the premises. Uh, access to, to boats and kayaks and all kinds of fun shit and I didn't do the kayaks and I didn't do the boats but I definitely did the mini golf I definitely, definitely sat by the pool got some sun fucking relaxed meditated you know watched them horrible basketball games last night played some video games and just you know got out of Rhode Island 90 minute drive quick 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 shit ordered some Chinese just I like to go out and treat myself to something special and get out of my comfort zone for my birthday. It's a tradition that I started when I turned 25, and I'm glad to keep the tradition alive, and I'm also excited to see what Year 33 has to uh, has to bring a brother. So, yeah, it's lit. We here. It's Friday. It's the weekend, May 13th. Oh, happy birthday to the to my favorite fucking rapper alive, and that's active right now, Pusha Thanos. You usually do, do you usually do that? Oh, like I said, take a trip every time. Um, if I don't take it, if I don't take a little trip, I t- I take off. You ain't gonna hear from me for about eight mm-hmm. to ten hours. Like I go for a walk, I do reflection instead of you know. Usually I just take a walk. I go to a you know bike path or some shit like that, and I walk for like an hour and a half. How does that? What does that do for you? Reflecting, just reflecting like on the whole year, every decision I made, good? every relationship that. That I have a relationship that I let go, a relationship that I'm in the current process of building up, all of that shit. I think about everything, bro, um, and it does everything for me. Like it, it puts things into perspective. I know how to categorize and manage what I have to do with my life. You know what I'm saying? Just because it sounds, I mean, honestly, it sounds interesting what you what you do. I mean, I actually am thinking about now trying to do something like that too, reflective walk or reflective trip or something. But you take you do any like. Logging or something like that, or you write something yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. I feel like when you write shit down, shit like that, you're gonna have to go back and revisit it and relive it. For me, my reflect my reflection on my birthday is to know what I got, what I had, what I want. 
all of those things, if you've thought about it any time during the year of the previous birthday, it's already in your head. You don't need to write it down. That's, I actually like that. I like that a lot. You know I mean, for me, I think if I was to take a, because I write in a journal too, if I was mm-hmm. to take that journal and actually look back on the entries and then try to reflect and see how it made me feel, understand it better, because usually I write when I'm feeling something deep. You know what for I mean? Sure. So, like, I think that's actually pretty good. I think I need to start doing something like that. Yo, mm. self-reflection is important. Mm. You and I, we have therapists. Mm. When we have our sessions, they ask us questions that prompt us to think about shit. Coop, you got a therapist yet? I do. I when did, did you start? I did it. Oof, when did I do it? Well, when, when, when did you get your therapist? I want to say just roughly like two years ago. So I want to say 20... 2020? No. Lie. Three years ago. 2019. Okay. 2019. So it was ending. It male was going into uh female. Okay. Female. Me too. Me too. Um, I didn't mind the male, but female. I don't know. Females. Uh, she's a minority too, which is which is wild. Um, mm-hmm. it was all the strength of another mutual friend. Was just like, hey, like, yo, why don't you get a therapist? Sky, cool. At first, I was reluctant. I was like, I nah, I don't know, blah blah like blah. Every on the plane. Yeah, and then it's like, you know what? Fuck it. Let me see if this actually will help. Did it? Um, got a got a referral. Then did it. And like I was like, you got a referral from the friend or from somebody? From a friend. Gotcha. So we don't have the same therapist, but it was just a referral to kind of point me to the right direction. Yeah. Then I did my own research and I was like, I bet. Like I was like, yeah, I I would prefer a minority. Is she a black woman? Yeah, she's a black woman. She um she's Jamaican and um I want to say like Native American, but she's Jamaican or something else. She Caribbean. Yeah, and I mean for the more for the more doesn't have the accent, but she can bust out the accent, which is fucking hilarious. But yeah, I. Tried it first day. I was like, mm, I don't know, type shit. And the best way I could put it as with my first session, if you're ever into like DC, like the TV series, uh, Young Justice. There's an episode on season four where, uh, and the reason why I'm correlating with that was because it's like that was like literally my first session. So uh, there's a character, obviously we know Beast Boy, and Beast Boy's dealing with the loss of Superboy, and he's like, oh, you know, I'm getting help, I'm sleeping better, da da da. And he just had a moment and he was just going in like diarrhea at the mouth. And like he had a really like a, a moment to not only just self-realize, but it was a it was a tool how she did it. It wasn't like, oh well, like you're basic, how are you feeling? Yeah, like yeah. go ahead and tell me. It was more of a conversation yeah, and then yeah. just enlightening stuff that I've been thinking to the forefront. Right. And um the last time I seen her, I wanna say it was like maybe like November or December. If memory serves me so correctly. it's been a minute. It's been a minute. And I mean, and like, that's, that's, some people need to, sh- they need two or three sessions a week. Mm-hmm. When you started, okay. when you started during COVID, how many sessions a week did you do? Oh man, I had, had two sessions a week. Same had, person or different people? Same person. Um, and then. For how long? For how long? I had her for like a, full se- a full school semester. I had her so for three months, two sessions a week. Right, two sessions a week. Um. I feel like, for, first of all, talking to a female is kind of easier than talking to a male. I feel like because we have a lot of testosterone, we go at things like really, um, you know, aggressively sometimes. Yeah. Like to hear her perspective is, is nice. Right. Let's me realize that I can be a softer side of Corey. Um, I don't think that I would be getting the same things from a male therapist and stuff like that. Uh, it's funny, yo, when you brought the Young Justice thing, I was thinking about the Batman. Um, under the Red Hood. I know mm-hmm. you've seen it too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's talking to Superman. It's the first time we actually see Batman. Oh, yeah. Open up. Yeah. Venting, being you know? vulnerable. And I was like, that, that, 
to me, sticking on the whole DC thing was kind of important because you don't see Batman vent or talk about like things. You don't see him through. vulnerable ever. Yeah. <laughs> so like, oh, yo, man. therapy, therapy is dope, yo. Talking about just your feelings and stuff like that, you know, even if it's to a friend, you know, I, I fucking, I vent to you all the time. And, yeah. um, but I ain't no therapist. Yeah, but that's <laughs> a form of therapy just as well. Just as well. It is. It's a, it's a form of release. I want to say it's a form of therapy because there is something sacred and um, soothing about knowing that the person that you're speaking to is totally objective mm-hmm. to the scenarios that you present to them. Okay. And then also, I mean, because they're subjective when it comes to you. Right. You have a therapist, you know, for six years like I have. He's definitely going to be biased in my favor right. in any story that I tell right, him. Right. But he's also going to be objective in the scenarios. Right. Doesn't the, the key players don't matter. Right. You know what I mean? I think everybody has their personal, you know, specialized like place in therapy. For sure. For like sure. what I used, um I don't want to say used, but when I was talking to um my, my therapist who helped me through that semester, um she was helping me see the salt aside, but I talked to you specifically when I was getting ready for a boxing match. Yeah. And I need, because there's certain things I know I'm going to get from you that I need to hear at the time that I know I don't see for myself. Yeah. But you need, you need different perspectives. Like, I, I, shop, I always we shop do. around for therapists. I always shop around for, you know, you can have one who's good, but you can always find someone who heals you in this way. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, well... I dis- I'm going to push back a little bit and disagree because I feel like the healing always starts with us, right? Okay. Yeah. Like, the healing mm-hmm. always starts. Like, that's our journey to walk alone. They're there every once in a while when you need a lifeline. You dial the phone. You get three of them shits. Your therapist picks up and says, yo, all right, you can stay on this path. But when you come to the crossroads, don't go right. Stay left type shit. Um, but it's on us to do the work. You know what I mean? And that's... That's one of the things that been a lot of people, like my brother is one of the main folk. Like, he is so against therapy without, he tr- he barely tried it the first time. Remember I told y'all, last year I tried to get a family therapist for me, him, and my mom. And he sat through the first session and was like, chest out, wall up, the whole session. Right. And I really wanted him to just deflate his chest take the wall down and be in the process and let Dr. Saman do what she does. Hmm. Just let Dr. Saman ask her questions, bro. You just want him to be vulnerable. I just yeah. wanted him to let all of that shit go, bro. Just for, it's, it's an hour, my nigga. <laughs> One hour. One hour in front of your mother, your brother. We are the two people in this world that will take a bullet for your goofy ass. Just be vulnerable in front of this stranger with us. For one hour, mm. and he half-assed it. I, 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 it's actually a gift to be able to like fake being engaged in therapy. It's really a gift to be able to just like Tony Soprano that shit and like <laughs> sit there the whole time, answer the questions reluctantly, and like Is have an attitude, good? bro. Absolutely, absolutely. And then you know, I was like, well, I feel like this helped a little bit for Ma at least. I was like, you know. How you feel about it? Talking to my brother, and he was like, "Yeah, you know, it was it was all right." I was mm-hmm. like, "Well, Doctor Simon, how did you feel?" It's like, "I definitely want to see you all again." Um, mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> a second session is a must. Um, you know, what does the schedule look like in two weeks? Blah blah. Because I have already told her beforehand, two weeks every like two sessions a month 
would be ideal for us. And we booked it. I pulled up, bought the lappy because they were virtual. Me and mom's was there. My brother came home. He knew exactly what time it was. Got dressed, went upstairs, got dressed and shit, came down and was like, and left. Wanted no part. And I'm like, bro, you know we're doing this for all of us, right? Mm. Because yeah. he knows if he has to rip that bandaid off and see the blood, he's going to have to actually deal with the wound. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's going to actually have to get the staples or the stitches or, the, or whatever. And so, he got the fuck out of there. And that shit's, that shit's crazy to me, bro. Mm. But I'm glad all of us are trying to heal, heal and, you know, work on ourselves. And we have those professional therapist-guided mentors to help us do that. That shit is important. Especially after listening to that new Kendrick Lamar, nigga. Mm. Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Mm. What a transition. A great transition. Absolutely. Thompson, were you able to listen to some of the album? Not listen to the whole shit. <clears throat> Twice. So did I. <clears throat> this book. I, Favorite track. Um, Favorite track. Off the top. Did you already fist bump? This nigga strong. God like, damn. did not listen to the project, but what is your um, favorite song from that for the project? Hold on. First song. Savior Yo, results. how many tracks in this whole project? 18. So it's eighteen. And so it's, it's split. It's split into it's a double. Two. It's a double album. Ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Mister mm-hmm. Morale is the first part, and the Worldwide Step is or the Big Step is the second second half. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. it's a fucking amazing album. Off the top, damn. Savior. Uh, Father Time Father Time is incredible I, I, I do listen fuck with, to the project but, I do fuck with mm-hmm. Father Time I will say We Cry Not I, We uh, Cry Together Auntie's Diaries Auntie's Diaries is I like that one um, I mean there's like eight I mean, there's half of that album is just like you can't skip you need to listen to it it, it is it is a it is a project you most definitely gotta let it run through. You can't just the whole like, thing. I, you can't just I skip, skip like you skip, said skip. twice. I listened to it twice, full run, full run through, two and a half full listens, like two full listens and a half full listen. Well, when I first dropped, I was I was up because it was after midnight. I ran it through just on some like I right, let me skip through, skip through. But like I was looking through, so I was as I was, I was listening. Social media was like, oh, you can't skip through, blah blah blah. You're gonna miss something. And like with Kendrick, <clears throat> because he's so he's so elusive with his wordplay, and you don't know which track is gonna introduce what. So I was like, you know what, fuck it, let me run it back. And like I stopped, I want to say like maybe halfway through the first nine, stop there, read it back, and then let it play through. And like one thing I love about title that that's about the platform I use to listen to music. It, they their transition it, it simply uh, fades in and fades out to the next song so it's easy to hear like a smooth transition and then like during the course of the day I just literally let, let it rock um, if I were to rate it non-biased I'm gonna give it a 9.4 if you ask me 9.4 out of 10? 9.4 I'm gonna get that shit a 9.9 9, so what you're saying every track is, is huh? listen it's, it's, when it's you listen to this album, it's a different type of country. Make sure you're not at work. Yeah. <laughs> right in this apartment. Yeah. Order some comfort food, something that you want to eat. Put your slippers on, your good, the good stuff. Throw in that robe that you had, you know what I mean? When, uh, <laughs> no, it's, it's true. He's not lying. Set the mood. Set no. the mood. You, you, light the candle up. 
his yeah. the, his project nah, it, nah, it, puts you, it puts you it puts you through like a, a nah facts I would I would have said that sorry yeah it it gets you through a lot of motions to his project do not disturb like his 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 project literally goes through a lot of emotions like it literally goes through anger slight depression sadness. Happy, like, who said that? I feel, um, this thing got me feeling every mood today. Was that you? That was almost everybody, honestly. Everybody, everybody I know that listened to it. This it was like, a, yo, like, this is a heavy listen. Yeah, this is not, this is not Pusha T's out. And I love Pusha T. Pusha, happy birthday again. Pusha T, Stone. crazy. Crack, crack rocks, crack rocks. But that's all full, feel good. Be the drug dealer, best drug dealer alive. Invincible, everyone's afraid of you. Fear is my motherfucking mm. weapon. Batman type shit. That's what. That's mm. what motherfucking uh, it's almost dry is, right, right. but this shit is like look I'm in not, the mirror I'm not and ask that. every question you ever had about your humanity to yourself from birth to, to adulthood. Yeah, really. Yeah, first mm. the nigga, the name of the first song is "United in Grief," and he's talking, <laughs> bro, United Yo. in Grief, and he's talking about. How he feels about the money he spent on material shit, mm-hmm. about how we as people, how we spend money on nonsense and no problem. It's it's heavy. You see this album going number one? It's already number, number one. one. Oh, is it? It's because it's been 14, it's number it's, one in fourteen countries on Apple. It's media. it's because it was long long overdue, and everybody's been waiting on it. This nigga's gonna do yeah. he's gonna do a half a million. Like, yeah, he's gonna have the equivalent of a half a million albums sold by next Friday. I, I promise guarantee. you that. I promise you that, and he's gonna and it's gonna be album of the year. Like I love Push, I want Push to get a Grammy, not maybe for hip hop, but this this shit is like this shit is like popular poetry. This shit is like he got a, he won a Pulitzer for damn for a reason. Mm-hmm. This shit is not just like regular. It's not rap, nigga. It's everything. It's it's, yeah. it's it is, but it, like it's it's rap, but not rap. It's rap. It's spoken word. It's a letter. It's like. A it's message, a lecture, a therapist, like, like, nah, no bullshit. Like, you really go through a lot. He's talking you about go a lot. In the Hot Pot Five, the video. I mean, he just watched that video. Hey, man, get the fuck out of here. The video was amazing. The video yes, was but he says on that he's struggling with yeah. how people receive his music, and he's he's sad that more people aren't saved and more motherfuckers aren't, you know, woke. Like, not in that way, like, oh, boycott and everything, and you can't see shit. He's sad that more motherfuckers aren't enlightened to the point where they're taking care of themselves, mm-hmm. and they're going to therapy and doing all the mm-hmm. things they need to heal. This album is a love letter to mental health, nigga. It's a love letter to embracing what your childhood was. Right. You know what I'm saying? This nigga talk about his older cousin molesting him on, on, on this album. Because yeah. this nigga was a, a, a known diddler, and then there was people in the family that thought he had he fucked with. I don't think Kendrick mentions who this nigga. He doesn't. He doesn't mention his name, but he, he's, mention, he's, he, he touched he, his he t- older cousin. Touched the kid who was like his uncle, like an uncle, basically, like a cousin who was old enough to be an uncle, like his mom's brother, but he was an adult. But Kendrick said, like the fucking hook is like. My, the moms asked me if he touched me, and I told him no, but no one believed me. Blah 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 blah. He goes in, nigga. And Auntie's diary. The most vulnerable you've probably ever seen. Bro, hands yeah. down. He talks oh, about yeah. transphobia. Transphobia. Yeah. He talks about being the homophobic. Only trap that kind of made me giggle was the fucking meme shit or the fucking TikTok shit with the Dominican nigga, and he was at the cookout and he was like, "Yo, hey, yo, what the fuck?" It was what the fuck, yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Did this nigga sample this fucking AO? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. That shit made me laugh, but I, it's a it's a hard listen. I ain't gonna hold you. I most definitely saved it to my phone. So even if I don't have service, I almost be definitely be playing the shit. Right. I was playing the shit on my way here. I'm probably gonna be playing the shit on my next destination. It's a heavy listen, but like, it's worth it's worth every moment. Honestly. Yeah, it really is, man. Yeah, Rich Spirit was another joint that I fucked yes. with. And we cry together. That's both of y'all niggas. I see y'all. Honestly, it was about. you with your with your girl, last girlfriend that you had before you came back to Rhode Island, and that was you with my cousin. Man, we cry together. Which one? Which one? We cry together. Which, no, I don't know what you, you talk about. With Jess? Yeah. Oh. 100%. That was, that it's was literally crazy. it's poetry through two couples arguing in the most toxic environment, most toxic relationship you ever seen in your life, mm. or and they're just going back and forth. Fuck you, nigga. Fuck you, bitch. Like it's just know? that, and it's it awesome. just and it starts up here and it keeps going up, and it's mad uncomfortable to listen to, but it's so real. Necessary. It's common. And, it's and a common it, thing. It's though. so real how we love. And it ends with the baby boy know. shit. I know it's coming like that. I gotta fucking hear this. Like shit. it ends with the baby boy shit. Like mm. I hate you. I hate your ass too. It ends with them having sex to culminate all of the all of the anger, all of the toxicity. You got a little dick. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're just like your mom. My mom gave you the Honda. She gave it to me so she could throw it in my face. Like violent nigga. Fuck. Very, very accurate, super relatable. Mm. I'm like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. And it all ends with, like, fuck me. It goes from, fuck you, or fuck you, or fuck me. Fuck <laughs> me. Fuck. Turn over doggy style. I'm going to slap that ass and I don't want you to ride it. Nigga. That's I feel like this album is going to open up everyone's eyes a little bit. Because the way I'm feeling about it, you just talking about it? When you listen to this shit, you might shed a thug tear. The only reason why I didn't, and I did I did cry a little bit. When he, um, what album, what, what song was it? I cried. I shed started, a thug tear. I sh- it was a couple. It was, uh, it was Savior. Savior was. Savior and Auntie Diaries back to back, shit got me. Savior, it was like, uh, Kendrick, Kendrick gave you the message, but he can't save you. Um, Cole tried to empower you, but he can't save you. But he's not yet. He is not yet saved yet. Kendrick tried to to blah blah blah. Matter of fact, let me play one of these joints, man. <laughs> Throw it's, one of these joints in here. Yo, quick. it's it's kind of it's kind of crazy, bro. Like this nigga really, he really came through with the grap. All I need you to do is hear the beginning of Savior, bro. I don't even need to play anything nuts. Because I'm like, I'm listening to it and I'm like, he's right. Because we look to these artists to save us from shit. And they can't save us from nothing. They're just, they're just artists. They're just artists mm. who make music and, you know, and that's part of the reason why it's kind of ironic for this nigga to get mad. We don't own the rights to this music. Listen, we'll play we'll play the album for you when we done. 
But we don't own the rights to that. I don't even know if we picked up in the mic because I tried to play it as far away as possible. But yeah, you said Kenji told you to think about it, but he is not your saver. Cole tried to empower you, but he is not your saver. Future uh, told you to put a money clip or some stupid shit, but he is not your saver. Brian told you to give him his flowers, but he is not your savior. Brian is in LeBron. Like, when he mm, asks, yeah. like, yo, I want my respect. Frank, Frank, Coach Vogel wants his respect. Jeannie wants her respect. And I want my damn respect. Like, respect me, nigga. Like, I'm the I'm the best mm. nigga alive type shit. And, um, yeah. But, but I got to hear it because I feel like he's trying to just push you to be your own savior. You know what I mean? Just, yeah. But, anyway, <laughs> enough of that empowering black people shit. <laughs> Kendrick Lamar, you give it a 9.4. I give it a 9.9. Excellent album. The Hot Pot 5, that video was super dope. Um, let's get into Black Lives Matter. Black <laughs> Lives Matter. Um, her name is Chuler. Chulers? Chulers? Krulers? Not Krulers, because that's a donut. The fuck is this bitch's last name? It's, yeah, Patrice Kulers. <laughs> Black Lives Matter co-founder Patrice Kulers admits using $6 million mansion purchased in California, probably in like Bowling Hills, for parties. She used it for her son's 16th birthday party and for another leisure party and got found out by, I think it was, who was it? Fox News reported it first. Of course they did hate ass niggas. And then every other... Every other she used it for her son's birthday party? Yeah. They bought... Fucking wildin'. Scandal. They yeah. took the GoFund money, GoFundMe money, mm. bought this $6 million mansion. It was only supposed to be a place where folks who are members of Black Lives Matter who want to join, they go, they get trained, they do workshops and stuff on the, the issues that matter and all that and da 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 But she used it for her son's 16th birthday party. And she also used it for, like, another party, another random party. It's a $6 million mansion with, like, set five, six bedrooms and four and a half baths and a yard, pool, all that shit. And niggas, niggas is mad. Niggas is upset. As they should be, you know what I mean? <laughs> White people do that shit all the time, too, though. Nah, but... The KKK... Uh, no, it's man. not. Nah, even, they even, do. Even, they even, they even do. They do. Even if they do, this is... Can't cover it up. It's bad. Look, I mean, if it's true, if it's really from some credible sources, oh, it's yeah. true. She yeah. did it. Yeah. Oh, she admitted it. She admitted it. That's the headline. Black Lives Matter co-founder admits using six million dollar mansion for personal fire. Crazy, bro. However, not saying like shh, white nationalist groups do that shit too, and we don't care about it. So that's the so only what reason you, so why. What are you, so what are you saying? You're saying we shouldn't care about this. I think we should care about it because there's a level of integrity we want. Right, that's what we expected. But here's why I I don't really give a fuck. Because we have to have this high level of integrity Mm -hmm. if we're doing this social activism work. And then people on the opposite side of the spectrum... These white KKK, you know, Tea Party right, niggas. Right. They don't. They do the same exact shit, and it doesn't even get reported. So there's no integrity in the white media for even reporting that. Right. But as soon as they catch us out of pocket, it's like all over the news, and it's a big deal, and we're all disappointed. But their people do it all the time, and have been I'm doing not, it for I'm longer. not gonna do that though. I don't. You're think, not gonna I, do what? I don't think that we should feel like okay because they did it. And they I'm not saying people. that we should. All right. I'm saying is. Like, we got to hold ourselves accountable. Like, 
On some real I shit. I agree. On some real shit. I we, agree. I'm we pretty sure you've been told as a child. Thompson's been told as a child, nigga. As young black men, we had to be better than, you know, our white counterparts. We because, do. I because don't we disagree. Because we weren't going to be given the same chance. I don't disagree. Right. All I'm saying is accountability looks the same in any race, any ethnicity, any melanin. Right, right, absolutely. So if we're holding Patrice Kuehler colors. But I think. We got to, we got to, the, the niggas who run the Tea Party, because I'm sure they I, have several mansions. I want to hold them accountable too. I see when, to when something thing. happens like that, I see that social media people, we hold them accountable. You know what I mean? What it's social true. media people? Whenever we catch like um, you know some injustice like that, you know what I mean. Some people just using money's like how many pastors you seen like, you know, you know buying houses and stuff like that with the church's money and shit like that. I I got I know a few on YouTube right now, nigga. But there's a bunch of them. Yeah, we call them out. I just think people. There's only a couple that have been locked comes, up though. A lot right. of them get off. Mm-hmm. A lot of them niggas get off. Right, right. Creflo Dollar is still Creflo Dollar. Mm. T.D. Jace is the biggest thief of them all. <laughs> and yeah. that nigga got a corporation. He's, He's a pastor with a corporation. I know. I a know. corporation. So, like, if we going to sit there and talk about accountability, who is he accountable to? His congregation that keep pouring money into him? He got a corporation that you can literally invest in. Like, Who's the other pastor? Joel uh, Osteen, right? Or something Joel like Osteen. Joel the white Osteen, boy. Yeah, I don't yeah. give a fuck about him. They, we expect the white, the white pastors to do that. Right. T.D. Jakes, though... Should he really be worth thirty-five million as a pastor? I don't know. As a servant of the Lord, the Lord, <laughs> the Lord of the Lord, <laughs> he should be worth thirty-five, forty million dollars. His crazy. company, T- Jake's Co. or whatever T.D. Jake's Co. So, so why, why don't you think he should be worth that much? Nigga, he is supposed. Did you read the Bible? Did you ever read the Bible when you was a kid? Do you remember any of the verses? No. I went to Catholic school. Mm. I had no choice but to read the Bible. First grade to eighth grade. And right. I went to church. Every motherfucking Sunday. Dad was a preacher steward. Mom was in the choir. The yeah, look at right there, nigga. So I know a lot about the Bible. Mm. You ever hear the story about what Jesus did to that to the temple when these niggas had the golden calves and all of the all of the bright, shiny, fake idols that were just set up around the temple that he destroyed? Now what happened? Let me know. What you mean? Right. He went to he pulled up to the temple. Saw these niggas worshiping a a golden calf. A golden cow Mm. was on the altar where his father should have been, God. And he was like, what the fuck is going on in here? And he saw all these other metal, like silver and gold pieces of things that people were worshiping that weren't God. And he went ballistic. He fucking took the calf, threw that shit on the fucking ground, flipped the altars over and shit, was like, yo... You guys are you guys are worshiping false idols. Mm. False idols. Bishop T D Jakes is a false idol, nigga. He's just a man. He's just a regular ass. Hey, nigga. listen, I feel you, but it's hard for me to like. I'm gonna be honest with you. T Jakes got a nigga through some some tough battles. And bro. I'm sure he I, did. I, I so it's hard for me. I'm to be sure like, he I, did. I, I, All I, of yo, them niggas good. For thirty five million, if you're asking me, probably not. But to say that he's not official. I'm not saying he's not official. I'm saying he's a fraud. There's some people that's good with their words. Right. There's plenty of niggas that... And this is the thing. You weren't listening to TV Chase. You were listening to the message. Yeah. That's one of the things my OG told me. Yeah. Like, I had a conversation with Bub about this 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. He was like, 
My thing is, whoa, like, well, hey, like, I feel you. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that I try to do is like I don't listen to the person. This, yeah. I don't listen to the man. I listen to the message. For this particular, like, okay, situ- this particular situation is hard for me to um, separate the art from the artist. Yeah, because she he, got he, his words pulled you through some shit. Right. But don't forget, his words weren't his words. They were from the Bible. That's true. You know what I mean? That's true. Uh, so he's worth twenty million. According to Wolf Gorilla, crazy, but he's worth twenty million. He's sixty-three, if, born June ninth. If, 15, this nigga is younger than my mom. <laughs> if snake. you ask me about Shorty with the bread, Dan is kind of fucked up. Uh, Who? What Shorty with the bread? Shorty used the bread uh, for the mansion shit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah, kind yeah, of, yeah. just I just want to kind of. I, I understand like you yeah, kind of no, led it to I it. I love that. I love but just that. trying to, just trying to revert back. But um, but with Shorty, man, like I'm not surprised. <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> You're not surprised though. I'm not surprised this man is uh gambling his key and uh said I'll, right. I'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> right right I mean, give it a look. But um no, nah, I'll say this, this is my take on the shit. Um Dan fuck that shit's kinda fucked up, especially going to a cause. Is it common? Yes, rather be, you know, a minority community or non minority community. Um you know, and the fact that it's brought to the light as a minority co- community and it's kind of frowned upon even more because it's like, damn, I understand what the cause was. Like, the, the initial cause of the money was going towards this. Yes. And you took the money and used it for your own, your own leisure or whatever, or guilty pleasure or whatever it may be. Doesn't excuse it. I would hold her accountable like any other city councilman, you know, embezzling the money of that man or using money that's not theirs uh, for something else. It's unfortunate. And it's just one of those things where I, this can lead into a whole plethora of topics that, uh, where it's like, how do you know this person being genuine or disingenuine? Um, you know, cause it can fit the criteria on a piece of paper. Like, oh, they've done this project, they've done that project, so on and so forth. They should be well qualified for, but their true intent is like, well, nobody's going to catch me. True. Now, I mean, um, and I've actually seen something similar to this nature even at, uh, at our old alma mater, um, at back at our high school. You know, money was being money was being set to the side, but no, niggas was like, "Oh, this money is going towards the kids," but in actuality, it's, no, it's going to them and their kids because no one's asking questions. But once people start to, because I'm a high believer, for anything you do in the dark is always going to come to light. Absolutely. No that that is a somebody's gonna catch on. Yeah, somebody's gonna catch on. And with her, she got she got caught. Now it's just like, all right, time to reap what you sow. So rather be, you know, uh, her being spending time behind prison, some type of fine that she has to pay or whatever it may be. Uh, more than likely, she's probably going to use prison time because it's embezzlement. Um, yeah, uh, Might not be, though. And, and she probably knows? has enough political connections where she won't see who, jail time. And who knows? It's just, it's just shit like that. It just makes me like annoyed because it's just like, yo, bro, like, I get it. I, I get it. That's like literally leaving uh, the fucking, uh, what did Eddie Murphy say? Like, oh, if you haven't given this person something to eat, we give them a saltine crack and they eat crack and they're like, oh, this is the best crack I have in my life. Yeah, yeah. Now I mean? Some type of shit like that. <laughs> that was like, I mean? Like, that shit's fucking wild, yo. But like, I'm I'm not surprised. It's, it's just disappointing because it's just like, damn, this was actually supposed to be for something better or something greater. Yeah. But, you know, that's that's the nature of the beast. And I'm yo, not surprised. money, money, and it's, it's access to those types of high quality resources I mean it just for me it goes deeper because 
if Patrice Colors had or Cooler or Colors, C U L L O R S. I don't know if I'm saying it right. I apologize if I'm saying it wrong, but it is a hard nickname to just fucking pronounce. <laughs> um, you know, she just became a victim to not having a lot and her activism. I think about it from that perspective. Like her activism put her in a position where they had access to over six million dollars to purchase a property, Facts. a headquarters for the movement. And they bought, and they purchased it, and they purchased it in California, where it doesn't want to rain for for whatever reason nowadays. That's true. There's <laughs> a lot of fucking spawns of Satan out there. All those evil niggas in Hollywood. That's why it don't rain. Motherfuckers don't want to talk about that. They talk about calm in the universe and shit. It don't rain in Cali because there's so many fucking Satan, Satan, Satan Satanistic niggas that live there. Will Smith and all these niggas. Um, but. You know, they buy this house and they're supposed to use it for training and, and for proper, uh, for, 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 you know, appropriately getting other members, younger members of the BLM movement, um, you know, ready for protests and whatever. Like, getting them ready for business in the government, hosting meetings with elected officials, this, that, and the third. And then, lo and behold, they're using, you know, the shit for personal shit. Bro, I'm not mad at it. I understand why people can muddy the line and say it's wrong, but, like, how many people use access to, like, free space at their job for personal shit? I'm about to do that shit tomorrow. But I think that's different, though. I don't, think it, it fall, different? I don't think it falls in the same because caliber. Because I'm not in BLM? No. I, don't, I, don't, I think it's different because the simple fact that you're using a space. It's not, not taking anybody. Because, say, if you didn't use the space, the space would still be there. Is not taken from anybody else. That's how she's thinking about it. No, that's money. <laughs> What's money? Oh, because it's because of the cost. You're saying? Yeah. Because it costs so much. And, yeah. And the money is supposed to be used for the movement. Yes. Got it. Got Versus it. So that's in a, why it's wrong. Yeah. Because like, that six million could have been used to like help the black and brown community. Yes. They use it to buy the mansion, and now she's throwing her son's birthday party. Exactly. And gotcha. my my only thing is that you're using someone's space that if you don't use it, that space is still going to be there. It's not costing yeah. anybody money. It's my space. Bro. It's me and my boss. Yeah. I understand. But even then, it's yeah, just like, it's, you know, it's, it's not costing anybody money other and than it, like, what, lights? Which is. Yes. And it's not, it's not costing us lights because we pay one flat fee. And I agree with you I think you're right The only thing that I want to point out though Is that in her mind She's probably thinking the same exact thing Nah She's like different level. This is I'm the co-founder That's a whole different level I'm the level. current face President Whatever fuck You want to call it Nah And this is our house I can use this house For my son's birthday Nah that's I, not. In her mind She's thinking about it I'm like, sure I'm and, sure and Because I'm We're small time At my job You know what I'm saying like, we're, we're, we got some notoriety across the state, but if we were, like, across New England and everyone was like, yo, you know, dropping our name and shit like that, I wouldn't understand why it would be more of an issue. But, like, that's how she's thinking about it. She's like, shit, I am, I am BLM. Mm. So why can't I use the space? BLM owns it. I am the person who was the face of BLM. I know, but that's a different magnitude. It's all like, I'm saying, bro. No, I, I hear agree you. with you. You are correct. No, I hear you. I'm just saying she's thinking about it from but, my lens, where there's no if, harm. If she's thinking in that way, it's kind of like that old folk tale where it's like if you tell so many lies, you start to believe your lie. Yeah. And like for me, it's just like, oh, I don't see no harm in it. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Let's 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 double back. 
what did you do with this money? Oh, I bought this facility, da 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 X, Y, Z, bought it at this location. This is what it's meant for. But what are you doing? What do you, what do you, when you bought that, you got that certified, cool, whatever. You went by the books, I right, cool. But yet you're doing this on the other hand. How does that make, make that make, make sense? Know what I mean? And like, oh, I didn't think nothing of it because I'm the one that's running it. So I see no reason why there's an issue. Bruh, I give you $6 million. $6 million. We did a project. I had us Multiple be- people gave them that $6 million. Exactly. Yeah. We, did, one person. we did a project in high school to spend a mil. It was like something, a billion dollars or something like that. But just to spend a million dollars by yourself, like, bro, that's so fucking... I mean, granted, now as an adult, obviously, we want to get rid of expenses and shit. Yeah. But, like, even then, it's like, yo, that's still kind of hard. Because it's like, yo, what do I do with this money? All right, do I pay off this debt? Do I pay off that debt? Do I invest in this or do I invest in that? So, so and so forth. That's so annoying that, like, the first time I get money that I wasn't planning for or didn't budget for, it's like, all right. What am I supposed to do with this bread? Let me pay towards this. I already paid that, but let me pay it again. So we can get ahead. It's so annoying, bro. Mm-hmm. It is so fucking annoying. So I, I feel you on that. So I don't know. Was, like she, Patrice yeah. Cook, Colors, Hewlers, Hewlers. Um, you know, sorry you got caught, sis, and I'm sorry that you did get caught, but I'm sorry that you got caught. If that makes any sense, because you had a good thing going, and then niggas was hit and caught on, and was like, nah, you, you, you going, you going run this back. Yeah, seriously. Fuck. That's just crazy, dude. Hey, man. That's what it is, bro. I, I'm like I said, I'm not surprised. Shout out to Black Lives Matter, but y'all niggas gotta figure out. <laughs> y'all got a mansion in Cali. I, I, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> I don't know what y'all gonna do with it, I'm but I'm going to protest, nigga. Y'all gotta figure it out. Y'all need to get laws on the book and stop bullshitting. Seriously. Um, what was your topic that you? Um. To so it was it was something just to reiterate from my previous episode, just with uh, Megan the Sound and just following up on that story. Um, Megan Thee Stallion's doctor or lead doctor had released the medical well, the record doctor who, uh, who worked on her foot. Her foot, and the medical exam came back that she stepped on a piece of glass. She was not indeed shot, but a piece of glass was in her foot and was removed successfully and stitched and all that extra shit. Um, <laughs> which leads me back to Megan Thee Stallion. Musically, I think she's dope. I think she's she's the next forthcoming for these you know uh, uh, ah girls that they like to say or uh, I don't even know what fucking catchphrase other than ah that that she does. Ah. Um, damn Megan, damn, damn Megan. Um, lying on another black, lying on a black man. And bad enough, she was already on the internet. This week, or say last weekend, with her boo thing getting tossed up in the air like a rag doll, and every girl going crazy. Like, I wish my nigga could lift me up. Well, shit, you ain't one Yo, of you ain't would no you lady. pick up a girl that's five eight and as thick as men, and just throw her around in the club like that if she was uh, your shorty? If I had old boys built, because she's five eight and that's nothing but legs, and he's six four, exactly. So, um. Shout out to old boy because you can tell he's he be he be, he he be you could tell he does a lot of shit behind closed doors or the most nastiest of nastiest shit. Because, oh my god! Because after he does all the nasty shit too. Oh, best believe it. Um, what I what she was doing to that little fuck before? Bruh, that's what I'm saying. Like, Meg, it's okay. You're you She's young. This is a learning curve. Um, yeah, I mean, and it's just not looking good for Meg. Only reason why I say that, like I said, I'm not discrediting her as an artist because I think, honestly, her music is A1. I think she's a beast when it comes on to rapping. 
but it, it fucking sucks because it's just one of those things where protecting the black and brown community. When you say something about a black man and you have majority of the industry and one of them was Bun B saying, hey, look, you know, that like you never disrespect the woman. Da-da-da. Bun B being from Houston, Megan from being from Houston. So he's representing like, yo, she fucked with my music and that's how her skills got elevated. Now Bun B is looking like an idiot. I went ahead and defended you because, like, yo, like, you will never put another hands, uh, put your hands on a woman, let alone shoot a woman. But now it's like, yo, like, damn, did I regret saying that? Yeah. Know what I mean? And like, it to me was just too suspect because it's like clearly you guys were physically, you guys were physically involved. Everybody's seen that through social media during the pandemic. You, Tori was at your spot or vice versa. Y'all was doing something strange for a piece of change or whatever it may be or whatever. Whatever it may, whatever relationship you had or demographics you had with with each other, it was there. We could clearly see that. Clearly, it went south for whatever reason, and you want to unwind this man. Mm. Know what I mean? Like, and I give credit to Tori because I had a double back because I was looking at the articles and thank God I saved it to the IG story. Um, Tori had proactively like announced like, oh, I want to talk to her. I want to speak to her. Whatever, whatever. I want to talk to her. I want to see what's going on. But Megan's not having it. So she went on her platform and was like, nah, he shot me. Like, he straight up shot me. And for the whole world to see, everybody's seen it. All right, cool. Take legal action. You didn't push the legal action because you announced it. Someone else did it for you on your behalf. Mm. And lo and behold, all that hooting and hollering and all this extra shit, it was only a piece of glass. Just because you was in a situation that your friend or IE you wasn't comfortable with, Mm. And in order to play the story, let me just step on a piece of glass. Now, whether it be intentional or unintentional, we don't know that because we have yet to get the full demographics of that or the full story behind that. But like, nah, like I don't appreciate that. Like, and like I, I, I say this because like a lot of females, I want to say all, but a good portion of females glorify medic and like then uh, scream uh, 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 sexism or scream. Uh, you're being misogynistic, or you're being uh, you're being biased because you're saying X, Y, and Z. Like no, like y'all telling me like, oh yeah, you should respect me as a female, but yeah, as soon as I throw on some Megan Thee Stallion on a track, you sitting there bending over, twerking like a real nigga, or twerking like a real bitch. Cause remember, you a bad bitch, right? What was that? You're a bad bitch now. So let me let me. Jump I'm sorry. I'm, I'm. No, no, you're good. You're in your back. <laughs> like this shit. This shit. So. <laughs> According to this report and a bunch of tweets from a lot of different people, but the report is what I care about. Megan said when this shit happened that she stepped on glass to protect Daystar. Right? She said the glass shit to protect Daystar. So what niggas is referring to is the police report of her interview right after she was in custody saying that she stepped on glass. Because she said that to protect both of them niggas from going to jail. She didn't want anybody to know that there was a gun. So, in the actual police report, it does say that the there were tiny fragments of retained... Um, there were tiny fragments of metal uh, retained, uh, retained from a bullet. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, one, point cent, one, point, one centimeter fragments were removed from the wound on the left side of her foot. Um, I see the sideline. Three bullet fragments were saved and packaged according to standard protocol and passed off to appropriate authorities. So, a bullet ricocheted off the ground and and did hit her in the foot. She said the glass shit. 
so no one would go to jail, which worked, kind of, because Tori still got arrested. But <laughs> yeah. it, he got arrested, but he didn't go to jail. He might as well. I mean, he didn't go to prison. He went to jail. Oh, to my God. So women are like, rah, 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 rah. the only thing that's going to save any of these niggas, Meg and Daystar, respectively, Meg and Pete. Her fucking last name is Pete. That's yeah, it's fucking hilarious. And they start Peterson and is this nigga talking name. That shit's hilarious. So, the only thing that's going to save either one of these niggas is the actual trial. We need to know what the fuck happened. However, hmm. like I said on the pod two weeks ago or three weeks ago, whenever it was, when I was arguing with Bree, this shit, this nigga already admitted that he didn't shoot her. And there's documentation out there, there's paperwork that says the best friend is the one who pulled the trigger. Because there was no traces, there was no trace of of, of Daystar's DNA on the on the gun that fired that had the bullet that hit this girl on her foot. So either way, it's the messiest scandal between <laughs> two like a well. <sighs> Tory was on his way to be A list in terms of yeah, the He was B. He was B. Quarantine radio was some B list shit that was gonna propel him to some A list shit. And then as soon as this shooting happened, all of his radio offerings, they pulled all that shit. Of course. Meg was one hundred percent A list. You know what I'm saying? And now she's a pariah because there's a bunch of niggas that think she's a snitch. And there's a bunch of motherfucking women who are like, uh, why would you say that and that they she's simple and all this other stuff. And then you know it's just it's just a it's just an awkward spot to be in if you're Megan Stein or Tory because Tory's been blackballed he's been blackballed for over a year for a minute like you gotta literally type in his name and go to his profile on any platform that he's allowed to be on to listen to his music that includes title Apple Music Spotify he dropped a lot of projects though since then he dropped yeah of course he dropped like two three but it didn't do the significant numbers he dropped three he He done numbers now I gotta see the numbers so no numbers have done better than any uh, of his previous prior to that incident nigga he only dropped mixtapes he didn't drop no albums he didn't drop no albums the last shit that was like on a streaming platform was the soul I think it was uh, Chinks Tape um, with the five, five. that was the last one that was like, I right, bro, like this is it. That was because he took math, he took math fucking samples. After that, mid mid niggas that really rock with Tory listen to it. I rock with Tory. I love his music, but it was like mid 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 because of this whole shit. And I'm like, yo, fam, like this shit could have been easily settled, but you decided to jump on the album last year. I didn't even hear Bruh, it. He nobody the, did. He dropped the album called Alone at Prime. That's it. Yeah, and that's his shit smacks. All 80s beats. Yeah. Oh, his shit smacks, bro. You heard the whole project? Yes. I'm a big, t- I, love a too, I love Tori. I love Tori. I love Tori's music because of some fact that the way he's doing, he's always taking a rendition of the uh, previous music and he's just like rather featuring on it. Right, or, right. Um, he just remixed the entire. Yeah, fun, I fucks right? with this shit. I, but that's the reason why I was like, yo, like everybody, oh, you support Tory, you support Tory. But but the shit, the math ain't mathing. If like so, Tory's been going around for the past couple of years. Not to uh, just to interject real quick. No, you're good. He's been going around like saying like he's good. He's he's no, he's, you know, he's, he's doing a little bit of saying like his yo, thing, once this comes out. Once no, he's he's walking around like it's fine. 
and he wants to talk to her directly. He knows something that we don't know. That they both know some shit. Him. They both know some shit, but she ducking and dodging. So, Megan, out, so, so, so if that's the case, Megan probably hurts her case more by actually talking to Gail King. Of course, absolutely. Because she, that, well, yes, yes and no. Because mm-hmm. he did a whole album about it. It was Daystar. So he did Chicks Take Five, mm-hmm. 2019. Mm-hmm. Then he did the New Toronto Three. So yep. Fire. And that was the last time he, he was contracted anybody. That so was, was his independent artist. Last, you know, big his project. Life. Everyone listened to it. It got um, that song. About to go stupid again. Stupid again. He got he got joints on here. Um, and then from that it goes to Daystar. And this is where he did the whole money over fallouts. A woman. Talking about Meg, friends of strangers. Talking about Meg. Right. Sorry, but I had to talk about Meg. And Rick Ross went on Twitter or IG Live yeah, and yeah. was like, "Bro, I remember that shit, bro. That's not the way you." Yeah, I mean, like, OG tried to tell. I didn't like, what hey, but he listened. I didn't he like did. what he did only because Rick Ross is one of one the OG. Yeah, too. But it's a cheap shot. He did so listen. Target. No, no, no. So he did no, he listen. Said, he said that wasn't but the way. Wait, dude, small about it. That's not how you. So he he went online. Don't, so why you do? So, why, why you do this? So Tori went out online and gave Ross his flowers. He was like, "Yo, appreciate you, OG, because he didn't. You didn't owe me nothing. You're the one schooling me." So he took that in, and he was like, "Yo, I'm trying to reach out to Tori. I'm trying he to reach out to Meg." It didn't go that way. He, he, no, he reached out to Meg. Meg didn't want to talk to him. I'm saying him and Rick Ross's conversation. It was on like. I'm oh yeah, but what? Nah, but they talked. They talked. I mean, granted, it was, it was it, Ross, Ross said his shit. Said plain. This ain't the way you That's go about it. addressing the situation. And Tori, and Tori, yeah. You shouldn't have made yeah. a song about it. You shouldn't have made an album about it. But again, Tori's shoes for one. Number one, they're trying to survive. No, but, Tor- but no, Tori went online. He literally went on IG and was like, yo, he put out a post. And was he like, yo. He was like, he thanked Ross. He was like, yo, appreciate you, OG. Gave him his flowers respectfully. That's when he reached out to Meg. Meg was not trying to deal with his shit. That's why he got hemmed up because he violated fucking um, the restraining order. But that was, that was... They they used that against him recently, mm-hmm. but like in 2020 when he did that shit, like Meg ignored him. She was like, Nah, Meg. Yeah, and they, keep in mind him. they was on passing. The first time around they was on passing. He didn't even make direct eye contact or eye uh, connection they with her. They were just in the same facility, so he got hemmed up. Right, right. And then he was like, Yo, Meg, like, we gotta talk. Like on some shit, like let's talk. And she was like, she nah, was nah, I don't want to hear it. I'm not even supposed to be talking to you type shit. Court order, lawyer ordered, all that shit. Yeah, I put the family. What you hot? Take oh. off the dude. No, <laughs> Take off the dude. No, it's not that looking, you know what I mean? It's, I'm it's good to I'm, I'm, I'm hot because I'm drinking. Oh, okay. It's not yeah. that. I'm, yeah. I'm straight. I'm, drink, I'm drinking, bro. Shit. But yeah, man. So like... I feel like, yo, when him and Rick Ross had that conversation, Ross was coming off like, nigga, yeah, he, he came off a little harder than that, bro. You're misremembering. Am I really? Because yeah. he didn't come off harder than that? No. no, he didn't. He came off like, yo, bro, light. it was very light. He don't have anything to do with it. He had, no, he had nothing to do with it, and he doesn't owe Tori for nothing. He just heard his shit and was like, yo, let me reach out to this dude. So he put out his own uh, post Ross and was like, yo. Ross so laid back, nigga. He left an interview. Well, here's, here's what I'm going to say, too. Um, the fact that Tori dropped an, an album with Mixing talking about the situation. Daystar. If you're, you want to call him Daystar? That's the name of the album. His album. album. Daystar. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. That's since, his name. Since he dropped it, I know it's his name, but I'm not, I'm calling him Tory Lanez. It's just, it is <laughs> what it is. I think Daystar is hilarious. Daystar okay. Peterson. When he dropped that project, this is the first <laughs> yeah, project that came out since the whole Megan Stallion whole, you know, scandal happened. So, like, if you're him, you got to talk about something. Nobody's going to hear anything else than what you're talking about. When Will Smith decides to come back to Instagram again, 
he has to talk about what happened to Chris Rock. These are this is these are things you just can't avoid if you're these type of if you go through something big like this. It's true. You and can't drop you can't drop the eighty. But not the the whole album don't have to be about it. I think and it was good that it was. It was because I heard it. I actually went I listened to, to the whole yeah, album. Yeah. I'm like, this nigga, and he's he and did, he's not really saying nothing. And he's not. He did everything but admit to shooting her. Right. You know what I mean? He talked around it the whole but time. But when he's able That's to talk about <laughs> he talked around it for how many, how many tracks was that? Song? At least 12 to 15. <laughs> he talked around it for 12 to 15. It was crazy, an hour. Crazy. I'm like, this nigga is rapping his crazy. ass off. Yeah, right. And he ain't saying shit. Mm-hmm. The only bar that stuck out was like, he said Kylie Jenner walked down the stairs and she was glowing and she looked so beautiful and he wanted to fuck her. And he asked Meg if he could have them both in a threesome type shit. And, and Meg was like, oh no. And that's what started the whole argument that carried over in the truck when they were leaving the air when they were leaving Kylie's crib to go back to the Airbnb that they were in together for like a month and a half because if niggas remember he was online doing quarantine radio he was online doing QR and Meg Meg came out of nowhere (laughs) had a tongue out and shit uh-huh. No makeup on, just like with a t shirt. She they, had this nigga's t shirt on. Then they go to one of Jay Z's brunches together. Yeah, nigga, he has a whole picture of Meg twerk on his yeah, nigga, I and he's like this. That. I remember that. Yeah, they were. Is that the Rock Nation brunch? Yes. yes. That's not the Rock Nation. Yes, it is, nigga. Yo, listen, the internet don't lie. The internet don't lie. I saw that picture, but that's what it's like. That's not the Meg. That's the Rock Nation brunch. Now it's coming back. That's That's crazy. Yo, they she were really. Yes, this nigga. Was, yo, I'm telling you. Did you have sexual relations? Shit. Did you have sexual relations? No, did you have relations with Tori? You mean sexual? Yeah. Bitch, what? <laughs> like, stop. What the fuck do you she mean? Said, you mean sexual? No, I did not have sex with Tori. Boom. Rock Nation brunch. They were fucking. Somehow, I don't think they'll be there. All I did was type in Google Rock Nation brunch, Tori, and that picture popped up. Toxic Meg, uh, toxic Meg. Yo, Tori, uh, but you gotta think about. It. She was a free agent. She got done with Money Bag. Yo, she was chilling. She was in her bag with the music. Tori was like, "Yo, what's up?" Know what I mean? Tori said, "What's up?" She said, "What's up?" Got they smacked. Yo, they got his teeth and hairline done. <laughs> he would never be able to pick up like partisan Fontaine. Bruh, he yo. Everybody's feeling real sympathetic towards uh, Megan's situation. So I'm feeling sympathetic not. towards both of them. They're two black people that are rich, richer than all three of us. I want them to. I want them to be healthy. I want them to be well. I want them to thrive. I don't want them to be. Stressed. I don't understand why he's not even going to talk about the case, but she is because she has a restraining order against him. So that's how it works. It's one sided. Our, so our justice system is one sided, especially when it comes to domestic violence. Mm-hmm. So. And there's that. Um, let's wrap that up. And then, uh, what was the last thing that we wanted to talk about, man? That was the only thing I remember. I don't, I don't think I need. Nah, else. we got one more. They might tag y'all niggas on some shit. To my knowledge. What did I tag y'all niggas on on IG? I tag y'all niggas on on some something. I, 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 IG? No, you didn't tag us on anything. I did, bro. I did, but that was the Megan shit. No, 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 no. no, no you didn't tag. You didn't tag me nothing. Any of y'all watched the Michael Blackson interview on Club Shay Shay? No, and not. Yo, that nigga's funny. But, <laughs> Yo, that nigga's funny. Y'all niggas need to watch that because that's funny as fuck. Um, 
Yeah, you didn't take me or nothing, bro. I, I did, bro. I did. And you show us IG? Oh, no. What's the Black Lives Matter shit? Yeah, oh, yeah. I would say, bro, you didn't take Yo, me. Yo, you know what's crazy? I'm not even going to lie to y'all, bro. On some real shit, I wasn't really fucking with Tory Lanez after that shit either. Not, not because of Megan so much, but... I just couldn't, I couldn't look at it the same way. But if it comes back that this shit was all over some fucking glass, bro, and he's able to talk about it. Yeah, yeah, she lied about the glass. Right. She lied about the glass. But she did get hit with a ricochet, right? Yeah. Yeah, she did, right? Uh, And and they're due for court in like September. Sending me the uh, fragments. And they're due for court in September, right? Or something like that? Uh, This November. Did y'all talk about the, the Rico case? All these niggas getting uh, dragged. Oh, Young Thug, that's what it was. Yeah. Young Thug, Gunner, and, and 26 other members of Wild Yo, Hey, listen, on some real right. shit, man, 50 Cent was right. I don't know if you seen the post that 50 Cent put up, but like, he claimed. No, that. I didn't see the post that that nigga put up. I know you follow 50 Cent. No, I don't, having... I don't. I hate Curtis Jackson. After you don't read, follow 50 Cent. After we read his book together as a team, as a group. And you, you start to slowly hate this nigga, Curtis. Every man. fucking chapter. Yo, we was watching shit together on Zoom, bro. We was reading. Listening, listening to it on Zoom. On Zoom, bro. You were, hate, you were mad at him, too. He's so petty. But I understand the money. He's going to die alone. You uh, understand that, right? He yo, nobody, get the fuck. Wally's going to die alone. He's on like, some bullshit. BMX died, everybody loved that. Nigga, I'm still sad X died. If 50 Cent died, my nigga, he's gonna be the most loved person in the world. No, the fuck he's not. Yes, he is. No, the fuck he's Thompson, not. Thompson, my line. And if Ja Rule still alive, he's gonna be the most loved Tell me how. Okay, my 50 Cent's special. Alright, but besides that, let me get to the point I was making. 50 Cent put up a post saying that um, he made a song with Casanova and uh, Takashi69. Yeah. The first thing he says in that motherfucker is, "I'm not gang gang." You know what I mean? Like you gotta, you gotta separate yourself. Once you get to a certain point, you really gotta separate yourself from the, the other bullshit, man. Now they have a report saying that Young Thug is uh, kept in like some dungeon type of chamber over there and shit like that, bro. That Rico case, man, something serious. Man. That's what he get. That's what he gets. That's what he get. Him and Gunner. <laughs> Them niggas. What the fuck is pushing P? The fact that that was the number one song for like a week or two and everyone was saying it and he couldn't even explain to you what it was. Pusha P to me sound like sound like heroin. Or sound pussy. <laughs> I ain't nasty ass one rate to sell vagina. Yep. Something that you don't have. I don't have vagina. I know. And you don't have no women that <laughs> sell vagina. That's what I thought it was. I ain't gonna hold you. He said it's anything. He said it's like your swag, your aura. Like, no, maybe you were selling drugs for YSL. That's and now, name. you're going to hold these charges. This nigga, Jeffrey Williams, <laughs> also known as Young Thug. Well, why are you dropping government? Fuck that nigga. This nigga and said, I'm dropping government. His music was only popping when he had a feature. He was like, he was less audible than Future. We got to stop liking these Atlanta niggas for no reason. Hey, Future's God, okay? No, he's not. Yes, it is. He's barely he's, Pontius Pilate. He's a toxic king, and I love it. Mm. Future? No. Yes. Daniel, you know what's crazy? Little side note, little side note. I didn't listen to Future's album because this trash. nigga right here put a post saying that shit was trash. I was like, yo, trash. this ain't worth my listening if he's saying that trash. shit. I, I ran that shit multiple times. I bet you did. You, you like oh, trash. Yeah. All right, you know he what? He plays in trash. <laughs> yo, 
It's not gonna be the summer song, but it's gonna lead into There's the summer. Nothing on that it's the it, future Drake and Thames, uh, because Thames is on it. It makes it, it makes it a, it makes it a bop. That's the only song that's playable on that album. Nah, not necessarily. It's good more. Is that the one with Drake? Yeah, and Drake. Thames. Yeah, Thames. The Nigerian girl that was here two years ago. Oh, okay, 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 The only song that's playable, and it's not even. That so good. I gotta give it. It's not listen. even that good. We're gonna play the fucking video on the big screen so you can yeah. see. These niggas was trying to do like. You that's the only one. The music video, I don't know. That to me was only yeah. one. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. no. The, the song video. itself, these yes. Niggas, these niggas music video was like, like no. I, I kind of question. He's a toxic it. thing. He's a toxic king. So he like, well, he was like yeah. a king wearing the garb, and Drake was a knight, and they. Nigga, I fucking I've hate seen it. a little highlights. Nah, on it's, I fucking hate Spanish it. Spanish niggas, the the two brothers and the cousin from New York. I fucking hate it. Bronx, Oh my God! For y'all entertainment, for y'all entertainment, niggas. Remember they used to do all them crazy skits. Yeah, yeah. Back when Vine was popping. Yeah. And then they used to collab with Dante. Yeah. Oh, get the fuck the out of here. The skinny nigga from that. The look, the the, the oh. younger older brother with the thick eyebrows. I know what you ain't talking about. And the nigga mean. that fights future for the white bitch who's his queen in the fucking music video. We gonna watch that shit. Exactly. He's oh, confused, y'all. He don't know what the man. fuck. We gonna watch that shit. Thompson, how was the video? Trash, nigga. <laughs> trash. That's why I he's gotta hear Thompson co-signing. It's how trash. The music video. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even get the yo, word out. Yo, I didn't even get the word Drake out. Drake fights two niggas who definitely wouldn't have been nice. They're so fat and overweight. There's no way. No queen or king would have knighted these niggas. Right. It's terrible, bro. <laughs> And then the queen is white. Future, you did all of that. You put together an album with 18 songs like you came out Lamar. Album long as fuck. All the songs are skippable, by the way. And Damn. your queen in the first music video is white. Or the second music video. Because the first one is the one with Valentine's Day. Where's that? Huh? You listen to all 18? Bro, I couldn't even get it to, I, I couldn't get it to, uh, yeah. I couldn't get to track 11. I couldn't. Yo, let me ask you a question with this whole um, Rico case with the YSL thing. Yo, you think this is going to be like a new eye-opener for all these new niggas now? No, because it's stupid. Takashi should have been, been uh eye-opener. But at the same time, this whole Trey Rico... Way. No, no, no. Yeah. Trainway Bloods should have been the first one. Right, right. Young Thug should have learned from that. That was three years ago. Should have been Trayway should have been the first one. Right. Because the top niggas over there that allegedly extorted Takashi, da 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 niggas got 66 years to life. You know what's crazy, man? What I find... 66. That's... 66. How much this nigga shot he, uh, shot again? 66. Years. Young Thug is facing 60. With a minimum of... Uh, I think with a minimum of five. But they're gonna throw the book at that nigga. He's gonna wow. say that he's 10. Yo, you know what's crazy to me? The same time these niggas are gonna turn himself in, Young Thug gets caught up in the Rico... Casanova pleads guilty, nigga, in the whole uh, Rico case. With, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm fine. I'm just going to say, yo, blah, blah, blah. 
You could just up say Rico, some shit, bro. He said, you could get niggas get caught up in Rico. If they offer you this, something, you don't know you're going to see He has this nigga in a leadership position in that game. He was. Casanova was a leadership yes. in the Bloods. And that made a blood shit that he was in? Yes. Mm-hmm. He made it up. How do you not protect the money man and make him, yo? It's How do you not protect himself, nigga? And Facts. this is what I be saying about all oh, you fucking bum ass New York niggas, or oh, you bum ass New York motherfucking rapping Going ass niggas. Yo, what? It's the hand. Super point. hard. Because it's this hard. nigga love all of them. He still thinks Jim Jones is top five. Nigga, you could be active. You. <laughs> Look at his face. Look at this. He still thinks Jim Jones is top five. Look at the time mark because I'm going to play that one it's part. <laughs> because it was dead silent. It was like, yes. Because I fuck with Jim Jones. At 1.10.50 seconds. He still thinks Jim Jones is top five active. He thinks he up there with Cole, Kendrick. Pusher. It Yo, was a slight quietness. You know what I'm saying? You know what? Kanye. That's a low blow. I really fuck with that nigga. Bro. I know you do. Okay. And that's why you mad right now. Bro, we still I'm think he's in the top five. I'm These sorry. New York niggas are delusional. <laughs> How you gonna say something cool like that? Nigga? No, because you know, honestly, like, like no. Like I'll this. say, I would say this. When it comes on New New York music, the drill wave is taking over. Now, the old shit that you are pertaining towards, it's no, trash. it's not in. It's not in. It's not going to be in. No, no. It's yo, just, he just like, all right, yo, you know what? You know what's crazy? What you're saying? He works out to just just 2022. That, that's, right, fine. that's fine. That's fine. But just like you said, Kendrick Lamar is a vibe right now. Are you gonna play Kendrick Lamar in the club? Is there any one of those songs you could play in the club? Oh, sure, can. Just die hard. Just die Like his new shit or any of his shit? No, 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 no his new shit that he dropped. Yeah, new shit. Yeah, die hard. How many? One song. Yeah, one song. Maybe two. Maybe two. But you want to play no Jim Jones. No. Because who the fuck is going to know it? I haven't. I'll say <laughs> this. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hey, hold on. you nigga, you in the hold same on, age as me. I, I ain't going to hold you. I ain't going to hold you. The only Stop song that. I'm a Jim Jones song off his 2021 album. What you going to listen to? 42, Doug? Yes, I don't want to hit. I don't want to hit. I'm not going to hold you. The only song I can think of that could play off the top of my head is We Fly High, that era. And the remix that he's on, which is uh, uh, Forty Fifth and Bro. Yeah, no, 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 not that one. You just said it's now. Uh, it's a new shit that he's on. Fuck. Listen, uh, he's on some shit with Fab Davies, Mano. Hold on, damn it. Oh, it's a real no, no Bobby V. That's the new shit that is dropped. All, all C list niggas. Fab is a C list nigga. Oh, I'm sorry. Bro. We uh, we set the trends. Yo, hey, Fab. Fab is a C-list nigga. Yeah. But we, I'll, I'll play that. Yo, yeah, hater, bro. He B-list when he went niggas to the A-list. Fab is an A-list? No, he's not. I'll Fab, say nah. Fab is always be a B-list. Here's what I need. Here's what I need both of y'all niggas to do. You as a DJ, I need you to shut the fuck up and think about it. You as a nigga who consumes only New York music, I need you to really be quiet and just think about it. You as a nigga who consumes only New York music, I need you to really be quiet. And think about it. See how I just say be quiet because you like and you would have been offended. I need you to think about how much it would cost. No, no, no. Don't say nothing. Quiet. Listen to my question. How much would it cost for for, for a ticket to go see Fabulous at the Strand? Because he ain't going to the Dunkin' Donuts or nothing. He ain't that big of an artist. How much does it, do you niggas think it would cost for you to go see Fab standing up downtown Providence? At the straight, the old general, general admission, fifty dollars. Fifty fucking dollars is what you just said. 
How much do you think? I was saying the last ticket I bought to go see if that was thirty dollars, bro. Bomb. The last I went. What year was that? I went. I ain't gonna hold you. What year was was that? What year was that? Two thousand. Uh, I remember seeing Shad and his girl there. Mm-hmm. I want to say like two thousand. Had to be like two thousand fifteen, two thousand sixteen. Wow, so that was perfect. That was seven years ago. Roughly. Tickets were thirty dollars. Yeah. Let's say for the sake of inflation, it goes up twenty. So it's fifty dollars to go see Fab. Yep. How much money do you think it would cost to go see? Hmm. Future. Future. At the Dunkin' Donut Center. Because there's no fucking... Get the fuck out of here. There's no fucking Yo, way. Get the fuck out of here. Listen, listen, listen. It's future. He's not going to the show. He's not going to the show. He's selling out the Dunkin' Donut Center. That's a fact. How much is a ticket for future... At the Dunkin' Donuts Center. That's nigga. different, bro. No, it's not, it's motherfucker. It's you different. said that nigga was close it's to different. A-list. You said Fab was A-list. Shut the fuck up. Went. No, you're going to answer my question and you're going to stop trying to move the goalposts. To go, you to, said Fab to, was go to the Dunkin' Donuts Center how much for is anybody. How much for anybody. How much I'm expecting take? around like 100. 100, 100 what? Pesos, pounds. $120. USD. $120 general USD. Admission. General admission. 120 Anybody playing at the game. Anybody. And so that's the difference between Jim Jones and Future, nigga. $70. That's the fucking per ticket. And guess what? The venue at the Strand, what's that? Uh, 700, <laughs> 800 people. So you're saying basically. Seven, eight hundred people capacity. No, it's probably like, yeah. Yeah, eight to, let's say a thousand capacity at, the, at, at, at fucking Strand. $50 a pop. 50 times 1,000 is 50K. $50,000 just in ticket sales. That's no merch. That's no other. And then we go over to the Dunkin' Donuts Center where the capacity is, I want to say it's, I want to say it's 3,500. It's a 3,500 seat venue. 3,500. It's a small, small center. Bomb. $120 a ticket. General admission. That's just with a base price. Right. General admission, that's probably about 500 tickets. Then you got 300, out of the three, three, 3,500, out of the 3,500 tickets, about 500 tickets is at, at 120. That's all the nosebleeds. Cover the nosebleeds. Every ticket in between that, 150 and up. And the closer you get to the front of the stage, nigga, ticket sale go up. Uh-huh. Uh, 200, 250, 300. 400, 1,000 for future. And don't let him have a gay. Don't let him have Drake on tour with him. Yeah. Don't let him have Thames, the new motherfucking uh, scissor of Nigeria, with him on tour. Don't let them come out because if they come out and they're on tour with the nigga, the ticket price ain't gonna be no one twenty. They're gonna start at one fifty, one seventy five, maybe even two hundred dollars. If Drake is gonna pop out in Providence in twenty twenty two, nigga. So i say all that to say, bringing it all the way back, reeling it all the way back in. Do you still feel like Fabulous is an A-list artist? Yes or no? Not anymore. Exactly. Not anymore. That's, it, that's it. The defense rest, Your Honor. This nigga just be is talking. Is Nicki Minaj playing at the stream or is she playing at the dunk? Nigga, she's playing at the fucking dunk. She's Nicki Minaj. As much as I hate that bitch, she's at the dunk. Shit, she could sell at the whole convention center by herself if she wanted to. She's Nicki Minaj. Every room in the convention center, that bitch can say, you know what? I want to do one song per room in the convention center. Man. And sell the tickets 
for 150 bucks and she'll make it because she's Nicki Minaj. Thompson, give me a New York nigga who would sell the Dunkin' Donuts Center. Currently, currently right now. Oh no, Lil Durk ain't even in New York. I'm gonna say y'all don't want to call me. A current quick. Jay-Z. He said quick. Don't you know what Jay-Z. Jay-Z. But I'm gonna say you fucking. That's it. Give me somebody. Nah, that ass. Jay-Z. Who else? Jay-Z was still at the door. Who else? Let's talk about it. I ain't gonna hold you. I was made up. But even then, it's like, yo, would, Jay, would, Jay-Z, would Jay-Z go to the dunk? No. Hell no. If Jay-Z can't hear, nigga, he gotta go to the garden and... and exactly. He go yeah, with yo, you're an way. asshole. Yeah. It's truth. You're Who? just an asshole. No, you're not even trying to be, but you are a dick. Bro, I ain't gonna you hold you. Let's, wait, let's, let's notch it down. Nas went to the Strand. And he didn't sell out. No, but Nas wouldn't go to the strand now because Nas. Oh can yeah, sell now. Yeah. Nas can sell out the dunk, but that's Nas. Illmatic, sixteen years old, he wrote that. I'm Nas sorry, brother. Nas the only niggas that can sell out yeah, the well, dunk. Yeah, well, Jim Jones' album was like two years ago. I'm well aware of that, but he's he's going to. He's not. He, he, he remastered. He wouldn't sell out the dunk by himself. He would sell out the strand. He's a strand nigga. Yeah, he'll sell out the strand. That's so if he, nigga, I'm being dead ass. Like, I'm not. You know what's like, crazy? Remember Hot Night? Remember Hot Night? I do. If they bring back Hot Night, Jim Jones is six billion, nigga. He's the sixth nigga on the thing. Yo. Yo which means he goes first. You need to chill. Fab, you need to chill. Fab is the you third nigga. He can't be second or first. Have some respect for your age. You need to chill. No, nah, I'm just fucking I was saying, to be honest with you. Fab's like the king of the strand when it comes out of Rhode Island. Bro. Like he always goes to the no, strand every time. Lloyd Banks dropped his album in July. Where's he going? Strand. strand. If not fat. Oh, you. Yeah, I'm going there. <laughs> you I'm going there. That ain't going fat. Dead ass. I'm so dead ass. He said fat. This nigga said fat. Yo, I'm fat. not gonna disrespect him. That nigga can still Nah, that nigga go to fat. That nigga go fat. Circle. That nigga go to Oniville, bro. That nigga go to Oniville. Oh, no, that's so. That's, that nigga go to Oniville. Now, nah, my club was in there with nobody. Yo, that nobody was. Nobody here is gonna disrespect Lloyd Banks while I'm on the podcast. Lloyd Banks can't even sell out fat, nigga. They're gonna send that nigga to, uh, to AS220. Oh, shit. Oh, damn. <laughs> I think it came for a showcase. At that little small corner. You ain't shit. You ain't shit. This nigga gonna headline a showcase at F2. Yo, bro, like, I'm not, I'll say this. This nigga's gonna be 25 No, let me be on a more serious note. He's gonna get five free drinks. Hold on, hold on. Let me be be on a more serious note. I'm not knocking the people that you like. Trust me, I know a guy that loves 50 Cent. Every time he sees me DJ, yo, keep throwing 50 Cent. Fabio. 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 Yeah. Fabio. Yeah, Fabio. I Dirk, I meant, because they call him Dirk. No, no, I know. Fabio can sell the dunk. Fabio can sell out the dunk. Fabio's the only And he's a New York nigga. The only nigga can sell the dunk. the New York niggas that you like? But he's still sad. Bro, I like Fabio. No, I'm just saying in general, that era of music that you like, it's not it anymore. I'm sorry, bro. Like, I mean, you're not sorry for me. You're sorry for us, nigga. That's all. No, we're not. No, us. We like all this shit. I was like, yo, I love, I love, yo, bro, like, as a DJ, I listen to everything. Now, the shit that we grew up on, of course, I would love to constantly play that shit, but that's not it. And these new niggas, they're smashing the game. If I had a choice between the two, I'm honestly in the middle. Yo, well, no they cap. Drop some new shit. That's what I'm trying to tell I'm you. I'm on the no. These nigga, all the niggas. Yes, but well, these niggas are not. They're doing. They're dropping projects. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. They're rather doing. They're rather doing this. Yo, one, New York bias is so. Oh crazy. yeah, I love it. 
the reason why they're so dropping out the projects because they're underneath contract and they need to bro- uh, they need to drop a project out. Now, I mean, no matter what, rather be A one, B one, whatever, whatever classification they have it because they're on contract. Two, some people are just dropping shit just to drop shit off the strength of like, I bet I was approved for this label in particular. That's the politics side when it comes down to music shit. Other times they take their own personal money and they put the shit out. And mm-hmm. the reason why, like, and this is to kind of correlate with Tory Lanez. The reason why it fucks with Tory Lanez, Tory Lanez looked outside the whole, oh, yeah, I need to go to an industry to get a contract so my shit can come out. No, there's other ways to put out music. That's all. Without any other contract. And you come out your own pocket less. And anything you make from uh, the streaming platforms, because we're no longer doing physical copies. And if they do, they get pennies. Now, I mean, even streaming copies, they, they get pennies. So they're going to get that revenue and try to put something out different. They take endorsement deals. They do other shit. They do other features. Yo, you want me on this track? 15 bands. Maybe that's it. Jay drops a project tomorrow. What? Ooh, Jay drops a project? Yeah, Jay-Z. drops a project tomorrow. It's different. Oh, yeah, it's different because he has the money to finance his own project. Nigga, Jay. <laughs> Jay's on a different platform. Jay's on a different platform. Do, do you think Jay-Z can still drop a surprise album today? Oh, yes, without question. What's wrong with you? I mean, I question. know how I feel about it. Without question. Hey, without no promotion or nothing and just drop an album? Where's Pusha going? Where the fuck is that nigga going? Who? Who? Pusha T, where's he going? As far as... Right now, he's doing a dump. Oh, yeah. I hate dumb. you, nigga. I really, like, I really don't like Why? Between the legs. Yo, you asked a question. I really don't like listen, 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 listen. That's so fucking... And you call me biased. I'm not calling you... I'm not... You are biased. I'm not saying that because I'm being biased. You need to look at it because you're not. You're so emotional about this shit. You're not looking at it. Did Jim Jones' album go number one? No. It barely cracked the top fifty. If it cracked the top fifty on Billboard at all, Pusha T was the number one album in the in the world last week. Right now he's at number twenty-five. Where it's almost dry. Which means because he's number one and had the most albums sold in a week out of all the music, mm. two hundred albums. But you tell me. Adam, that means when he goes on tour, I already looked it up. His ticket prices start at like one thirty-five. I'm not paying that. Not to sit in the top. And he's selling out. He's selling out. He's doing a couple stadiums. He's doing a couple, uh, couple big theaters, a bunch of big theaters actually. And he's doing a couple stadiums. Let I'm me not- ask you a question, and, and then I'll leave it alone. Where's Coyle Ray going? Wherever the fuck she wants. She's a brand new artist and she's hotter than fish grease. She's going to the dunk. Coyle Ray is going she's to going the dunk. She's going to the dunk. She's you know going what? To the it's a different time. It's a different time. Bro, that gangster rap, Red Harlot, nigga, no one cares about that dumb shit. Facts. Nobody, except for so the niggas. So you know what the new music dropping right now? Nobody what new music? New, new, new music for the niggas you like or new what music? What do you like, nigga? What do you care? I don't like, like Jim Jones. I never liked Jim Jones, nigga. I like the three singles that I was like, oh, did say, did say, F45 and Breath. I like all that because I was a high school nigga. I never liked Jim Jones. I was a Joel Santana fan. And we all know that that nigga's a bass head and a flaming like, like, what the man. fuck? What are you talking about? All right, all right. 50 was amazing for three years. No, for Don't one, play two. Don't he was play. amazing for four, four years. Decade. For four. Four decades. Four years. Four decades. No, 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 no. Once Kanye beat him with graduation in 07. Where did 50s career For a decade. His music career went, eh. That's why he started writing movies. Cool, he wasn't holding down 2001 to 2007. Well, when, when did Kanye drop the graduation project? 2003. 
was no, college dropout. 2007 was graduation. 2007 was graduation. 2007 was graduation. 2007 was graduation. 2007. And he was on fire. Kanye West put out fire, but it was all strategic to promote that album, too. No, it wasn't. It was all strategic. No, no, no. And then for 50, for 50 was strategic to put out the same album. And he strategically lost. Exactly. He thought but he was going to go platinum first. Yeah, no, no. Then. He thought he was going to go platinum first, but the two mainstream albums in the top 10 was Kanye and, and fucking 50. 50 knew what right. he was doing. He was trying to be strategic with it. He knew he was going to To get the streams. Yeah. He lost. He did. But he still he lost. He wasn't going to outsell. No, but the bet, was, the bet no, was, the bet was, I'm going to get number one. But his mindset was like, all right, if I can get number two, I'm going to If I can get number two, Thompson knows where I'm going with this shit. As long as I but he wanted number one. But he really, wants his new shit out. But wholeheartedly, he wanted number one. Of course. Exactly. But if you're not going to get it, what's one. better than competing with, with what he's doing right now? Same thing Takashi 6 9 does all the time. Let me look at the 2007 Billboard charts because yeah. you, you, you're... No, nah, he's right. No, nah, he's nah, right. His biases. No, no, no. No, nigga. That's the truth, bro. He, 2007. He said it. That was his plan the whole time. He wasn't going to outsell this nigga Kanye West. What's the best next thing to do? Let me compete with this nigga and let's at least get the conversation going about my comp, my, my album. Come on, man. It's a plan with this nigga all the time. Because I know we, we had graduated in June and I know my my first semester out of state, those were the two albums I was being talked about, which was 50 right, Shit right. and Hug Kanye. But 50... Hey, yo, but I knew Fifty was only doing that shit just like, all right, cool. If I can't get, if I can't get first place, then fuck it, I'll take second. But he yeah, wanted first place subconsciously, but but say Toki he knew he was gonna get the second streams because it's like if I start some shit and whatnot, and Kanye wasn't never controversial at all. He was a young so chap. Right now, that Fabio was the hottest nigga in New York and the only well, for, going well, you guys went from balling to yeah. little, <laughs> little, little, little Russian intellect. Hey, hey, hey. Six nine making you hot again. No, that nigga's canceled. I no, I don't know any yo, one, one DJ quick, that made this shit. Real quick, you remember the song he did with Kanye West, right? Hmm. Remember that was a song, right? He did he with Kanye it? West and Nicki Minaj, Takashi Six Nine. Oh yeah, yeah. All right, now you know because last time he's like, I yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Just. That's all you wanted to say? That's it. He's like, come on, quiet. I'm going to prove a point, goddammit. I know what you said. Kanye only jumped on it because Sakashi was hot at the time. That's it. had to do with 50. But, yeah. You're funny, bro. That's all good. Man, listen, you don't got to prove nothing. Are we uh, we still recording? Yeah, we're still recording. Kanye oh, West Graduation versus 50 Cent Curtis, which is his worst album of all time. Uh, first week sales, 957,000 physical units for Kanye versus 691,000 units for 50 Cent. 2.7 million current sales, which is a week after, um, to 1.4 million for 50. 11.9 total sales for the album's songs to 3.2 million for... Total for credits, 2.3 billion U.S. on-demand streams for the album songs, for only to only 305.3 million for 50 Cent on the Curtis. Uh, yeah, have some courtesy Curtis and top 100 hits. Ayo Technology, which is a terrible mm-hmm. song. 
I get money, which is really good, straight to the bank, and still well featuring Akon. 95, that was number 95. None of them shits is number one. Stronger was number one. Good Life featuring T-Pain was number seven. Flashing Lights was number 29. Can't Tell Me Nothing was number 41. Homecoming featuring Chris Martin was number 69. Yeah, he embarrassed this nigga. If we go to, I need to see 2007 charts, bro. 2007. 2007 charts. Oh, I'm when I come to the hood. Ain't nothing changed my name Is there anything else you want to talk about? Because this nigga going to yeah. wasted all of our time. Now you good shit. Shitting on his favorite rapper. Hey, 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 take your time. No, I'm, I'm good. I'm just saying that the New York era of that year, accommodated to, is not it. Wow, damn. Dropping the bottle. Sorry, sorry, sorry. But no, yeah, like, maybe, maybe it's just me trying I'm, to. No, nah, I'm not knocking you. Trust me when but I say But I know good music when I hear it. That's what I'm trying to okay, say. Okay, for you that era, music that's it. Good music means you listen to every single thing. I can see. I that. do. I. I do. All right. What's I'm your top? Not, what's your top three artists you listen to in your playlist right now? Top three. Cool. I don't make you say that. No. Go ahead. Artists. Top three. He ain't making you nothing. You grown. Want me to go first? Go. Pusha T, Kendrick Lamar, Kanye West. Bomb. Current. Current right now. Pusha T, Kendrick Lamar, Kanye West. My top. Damn. Three. Right now, Pusha T, Jim Jones, and. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fuck you, yeah, I, you know, I, 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 I wasn't trying to laugh. You ain't shit. <laughs> I wasn't trying to laugh. I genuinely wasn't trying to laugh. But this is a good laugh. I wasn't trying. I wanted to hear you. I'm sorry. Yo, I'm sorry. what's the thing? I'm what's the thing? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Fuck you, bro. I didn't do no, no, no. I didn't set you up. I didn't even do that. Yeah. I didn't even do that. I've been listening to Jack Harlow's new project. Okay. That's yo. That's fine. Hey, shut up. That's his music. That's what he likes. Yo, your top three. Your top three. Your currently, top three. currently, my top three that I listen to heavily right now. Yes, sir. It would be Pusha T. Yes. Burner Boy. Oh, and yeah. yeah. That I just been running. His, I've been. That's accurate it. for you. Yo, that's accurate for you. Pusha his T. Album's amazing. Burner Boy. And honestly, lately, I think it was because uh, I posted on my IG. I want to say it was rather blacks. Or Lucky, okay. Day. Lucky yeah. Day, thank you, Lucky thank Day. you, Lucky, I thank you. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. So those are the three. Those are the three motherfuckers. Years on your side. Years. Nah, because those are the three motherfuckers I have in rotation. And that's my favorite. So artist. Lucky Day, Burner Boy, and Pusha T. Pusha T. Pusha Pusha T. Jim. But you gotta understand why. Jim, you Jim, gotta understand. Jim, 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 that nigga did such, such groundbreaking lyrics. I was Ramon so dead. That and nigga then for sad. me, it's Kanye, Pusha T, and I you guys sad. know, like you know, I for personally, I have personal reasons why I listen to him. Like, why? You know, why you listen to Jack Harlow? Why? No, Jack Harlow shit was new. Came out. I heard it because somebody said it was hot, and I listened to it. it was and it, and it was not. It was actually pretty decent. And then uh, Jim Jones for reasons that get me through whatever I have to go through throughout the day. That's my, not even work out. That's my playlist I've been playing throughout college. All of his music is like a love story to all New York niggas. Like y'all feel like y'all gotta walk to the Hudson River 
throw a sickle rose into I the think water. <laughs> Don't forget I'm the lock. Not, you gotta yeah. put the lock in the Brooklyn throw Bridge. Sickle rose into the water. Y'all put a padlock in the Brooklyn Bridge. Y'all got a proclamation. Yo, not to get, not to get too deep, not to get too deep and profound on you niggas, bro. Jim, I listen to Jim Jones' music, bro. It transforms me, yo. Not into no some crazy shit. But like, yo, there's certain shit that he says in that shit that you know, it's it's really a hustler's mentality, bro. It's really this a nigga be at the Hudson at the bank of the Hudson River. Hey, yo, that ass be now. I lay me down to sleep. I'll pray the Lord, my soul. You niggas Jesus. never heard monster made me. You never heard chasing that feeling. Y'all niggas. I heard all of that, and guess what? Overwhelmingly mints. You're fucking crazy. I listened to that You're album crazy. because of you. Because of niggas if like I'm you. If I'm a nigga, then you obviously heard the album. Y'all should. If you really want to say oh, what New York niggas I'll listen to, like I'll repeatedly listen to. I listen to Fabio. I listen to Fabio. I personally don't like Jim. So I ain't going to hold you. The way you listen to Jim Jones, I will say this because I, I actually has his physical CD, the whole nine, with Styles P. Like heavily. There you go. Styles there P, go, right New York nigga. But, but, but would I play, if, as a DJ, would I play him in the club? No. no. If I no, didn't play him in the club, there's only one. There's only one track so I'm gonna play. Jada, when, when Jada, I get high. So <laughs> if you play him in the club, you're only playing them for four niggas. So and that's you, you, me, him, and one other nigga. That's so. Let me ask you. Let me ask you something. When Jada Kiss shattered Dipset, did that make you guys think like, okay, next project Jada comes out with, that shit is on rotation? No. No, nigga. No. Because we love Dipset. We grew we up with legit. This, this nigga was he there. Looked, I played a whole set of just J, like the locks. I literally ran through the locks. He picked. He picked mm-hmm. them to win. You did too, nigga. Well, you did too. Now that I'm thinking about it, yeah, your time has come, motherfucker, because you ain't been on the pod and we ain't talk about yeah, it. You been on the pod. You. This nigga I said, literally said, yo, yo I think Dipset don't get it. I'm like, are you fucking well, stupid? Yo, but I, we were here when he said well, that. We know. And you agreed. We all know the hits that came out with Dipset. Hey Ma, oh boy, uh-huh. and they played all of them. Their performance is what killed them. And they got right. Tom, am I killing it? Was it the performance that killed them? Was it the performance that killed them, bro? It's, it was, was the it performance. The performance that killed them. It was the performance. Cool. It was the performance that killed. It wasn't just the performance. It was. The it was the average. It was the organization. It was the average. It wasn't just the a songs movie. are better than the locks. No, they're not. 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 But you cooking with this regular grease, nigga. This no. <laughs> yeah, and the reason why I say that, yeah, man. the reason why I say that. Granted, I w- I really thought Dipset was gonna win this shit. I knew they fucked up. Once this motherfucker said, "Yo, y'all don't got R and B shit like we do." These niggas don't even like girls. That's what Cam said, verbatim. And next thing you know it, they went track for track. Five for straight, track, five for track, one for track. They won the next five rounds. And literally, there was a yeah, like that's it, that that's and it. And then what did they say? These niggas is crazy. We got Grammys, nigga. And then Yo, told listen, DJ whatever, bow. Listen, listen. And played a medley. I watched that battle three times. Man. Okay. And you lost all three. Three. <laughs> Kiss is a showsman shit, bro. It's a, sh- it's a show. Show me. Show me. Show me. Yes. 
But he did with that shit. He took over. He took over for the As he should. He was he was locked in. All that shit that you're saying right now, these things is crazy, all that shit. That's Jadakiss playing to the crowd, bro. Nobody on Dipset was playing to the crowd, which should have been Freaky's job, but it wasn't. But at the end of the day, nigga, he was on a perk. He was on a perk the whole fucking he was nah, on he a was, Nigga, he was on some shit. He was on a perk. Let's be honest, perk. he was on some shit. Why you do that? That why nigga was no. That nigga was on. Don't a, be asking that nigga was on Swiss. That nigga why he's been, forty something years old since the 90s. Exactly, why but why you? Why you on some shit? You're on some shit. All niggas is making a hundred k a piece to be on stage. You're on a perk set, and you're sitting there sweating. Acting a fool. Why are you making excuses for this grown ass man who's like forty six yeah. years old? I'm not making excuses. I'm saying this is who Freaky's been for the last. No, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that. Nah, that's no excuse. You, you can't that. pass that. Yeah, another shit. But needless to say, I will say this. I was. I, think, I was wrong. I think Jada Kiss, like he explained on the Breakfast Club, is the way that he performs him and Jay, uh, Styles P. They over. They and she and she. I'm not gonna disrespect she. They all, they all play to. They actually played one song. They that all play to the high folks. They all currently still tour together. They all currently stay very yeah. close. Like they're not acting like they're friends. Just like she said, Jada kiss misses a word. I'm gonna say. She misses misses a word. I'm gonna say. Yeah, they're a he, unit. You know, Jim Jones, Duels. They they're not band. a unit. They're not. They're not. But it's not because but of the fucking them. songs. Yes, it's not because of the songs. Dipset have way better bangers than these niggas. No, they didn't. So hold on, time no, out. So time out. Side note. Jim, Wait, hold on. Time out. Time out. Time out. They lost like thirteen rounds to seven. It was bad. It was fucking bad. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. And they got. Bad. Listen, Dipset got about nine. I literally, I literally looked at the screen. Thirteen to seven. I literally looked at the screen. Well, I was like, no, because I know it's the so truth. I'm not, yo, bro, I got my licks early. You just getting your shit now. That's yeah. why you're feeling it. You know what I'm saying? I literally said, yo, come I on, Craig. Come on, Craig. Get up, Craig. Get up, Craig. Come on, Craig. That nigga was down. I was, yeah, yeah, I was determined. But them niggas lost, respectfully. And like, yo. Him and my nigga they Izzy. Everybody knows him. Him and my nigga Izzy, they had the answer for this five, six months ago. I was ago, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mind you, hold on, just to interject real quick. Mind you, Jay kids be fabulous too, bro. Are we forgetting that shit? No, show me shit. We're bro. not. And it's not showing like shit. you forgot it because you thought he was just gonna forget and let Cam come in here with his stupid hits and beat him, and he beat the whole crew by himself. And guess what? Like a real ass leader, like a real ass captain, like a real ass thug. We're all TOA, right? We've been TOA yeah. since 2009, nigga. 2009. If this nigga hot, guess what? I'm stepping back. Yo, nah, who got it? And I'm going to be like, yo, what do you mean? Relax. Who got it? Let that nigga cook. He on right now. Man, and when this nigga stop fucking up, yeah, you step up. That's exactly what Sheik and this nigga Styles did. They were like, yo, this nigga Jada's on. He's five for five from the field. Yo. He's seven for seven from free throw. He got three steals. You know what that he sounds like to me? You know what that sounds like to me? Like that a, sounds like Curry. That sounds like yo. Pass Curry the ball. They put the jacket they on. They said don't have They put curry. the jacket on him. Cameron is there, Curry. What are you no, talking Cameron's about? No, not that Curry. Nigga, don't play yourself. Once I saw Cameron, Cameron not, is not you don't play yourself. Cameron's not that you Curry. You don't play yourself. So who's Curry? Who's Curry? Duel Santana. No, he's not. That's That's Clay. Are you crazy? That's Clay. Jim Jones is Draymond. What oh the fuck is you talking God, about? Bro. You don't even know. You're a New York nigga and you don't even know how to break these niggas up. That's how I know you're a fraud, nigga. You don't see it. You're a fraud, nigga. 
Are you kidding me right no, now? No, he's not. His wordplay has always been better than Cam's. Better than Jim's. Who the fuck is the leader? Except J.R. Ryder. Who the fuck is the leader? Cameron. Right, yeah, Cameron be the Who's leader. the leader of the Golden State Warriors? Is it Clay Thompson? Oh, mm-hmm. God, is it Andre Iguodala? I'm talking about the shooter. Dude. No, I'm no. talking Who's the main shooter? Cam will probably be on LeBron. No, no nigga. What? Who the fuck is LeBron? The wow. top nigga on any team he's at. Who the top nigga on Golden State? That nigga really bobbing the weaving, yo. This nigga <laughs> fights back, though. Fights back. Not the way you're fighting back. Fights back. Yeah, y'all, yo. You're trash. That's not y'all. You don't it's even the truth, the bro. About. That nigga Cam is Steph Curry on dips and on the diplomats. Because nigga. he, before he even brought in, fucking the main nigga. That's a that. lie. He because did. before, because he's he, Steph. Yeah, exactly. If he's the main nigga, that means Jarell he's Steph. Is Clay. Supposed to be the shooter. Jimmy is Draymond. Yes, because be you want to know why Cam has more features and more projects than Joel's. You and all of them niggas. Who's been around since 96? Can't run, obviously. Who's SVE? Exactly! Who's sports drugs and entertainment? This nigga gonna just take the nigga who was 18 and, and live a crazy life in 2003 and just surpass him over the nigga that been in the game since 96. Alright, nigga. Alright, fuck wrong with it. You? If Cameron is fucking Steph Curry, draws his least Jordan Poole. Alright, nigga. He's, he's better than Jordan Poole. He's Clay Thompson. I already said that. And Jim Jones is motherfucking Draymond Green. But your goofy ass is so biased, so emotional. Let's this is so emotional. Nobody sees it the way I see it. Because you know, we will never see it the way you see it. Because you don't I see felt, it right. I felt personally that I did my research. <laughs> nigga, Dipset should have won that battle. You did your yeah, research. Yeah, I said the same they shit. But they did it. So why are you still crying over smoke, spill milk, nigga? I just know what I know. Yo, nigga. take heed to my nigga Malice. You know what I mean? You're trying to milk a game. You're trying to milk a game that was only 2%. Shut up. Shut What's up. What's wrong with you, Shut bro? up. Shut up. Don't hey, that was only 2%. Hey, bro. It happened, X told man. you how was hot. I told you repent. You a bitch-ass nigga for thinking that these motherfuckers is going to come in here and do what they had to do. Like, no. You still think all of these whack-ass, old-washed, 45-plus New York rappers is on on par and on top tier with Dirkio and 5EO and... No, they're not, nigga. They're not. And the Bible album by this nigga Fabio, Chef's Kiss. Love it. It's a little too long. It's four tracks too long in my taste, but I like it. I love where that nigga was going. He's talking about growth. He's He's got Khaled's annoying ass on there. Like, he's talking about overcoming obstacles. I love hearing that shit from the young bull. That nigga's only like 25, 26 years old. I want to hear that from him. I want to hear that from Dirk. I want to hear that from Kodak. I want to hear it from fucking Thug. You know what I mean? Free Thug. Not really, because that nigga's a fucking murderer. You know what I'm saying? But, like, I want to hear that from these young niggas, bro. You're over here trying to gas up these old watch niggas. Jim Jones is a nigga that still think it's cool to, like, slap niggas in the face. You're 46, hmm. 7 years old. You're 44, over here. 44. And then whatever. You're old, nigga. You're old. Any nigga that is going to be in favor of what Chris, Chris Rock got done to him by Will Smith, it's not a nigga I'm going to listen to with pride. No, real Facts. Shit, real shit, real yeah, shit. y'all niggas, you're a bitch nigga for that. If you're still on that, that means you're still on the streets. I agree. How with old that. are you? I agree like, get a therapist, go to the, go, you know what I mean? Talk to your mom, nigga. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> go hug your mother, goddamn. All the, all the toughest niggas we know, bro. Nigga, that's some, what you're saying is real shit. Young gangsters are just all losers nowadays, bro. He's a, oh, that's what he does is lose. I know. And him, him, well, and, the, him and the other nigga, what's the other nigga? Uh, Yo Gotti. 
don't got respect for neither. I don't listen nah, to Nah, that's kind of different. Yo, guy's always been preaching about picking up his niggas. Like, didn't he, um... Who but he also... Out to the top he's a, both of the niggas together. He's preaching out to the young together. niggas in women, right? Uh, yo, guy reached out to the young niggas in, in Memphis and all that shit. Nah, yeah, but both of the niggas, niggas, him and Black, black Youngster, not Young Youngster, mm-hmm. Black Youngster, both of them niggas, they're the reason why my nigga Dove, rest in peace, ain't here no more. Both of them niggas. Dove tried to go back to his hood, right? And then he, he got, yeah, he got killed by he got a nigga. So he, he was got gonna, killed by a nigga so, that knew him. And so that was, every every year, young Dove used to go back to his neighborhood and give out turkeys. Right. And I mean, give out turkeys for the holiday season and shit. Right, right. And it, every time he go back to the hood, he'll get his mom like the donuts from the do- local donut shop. Not donuts, shit. cookies. Cookies, I'm okay, sorry. That was a yearly thing. Yeah, it was the only thing. No, so every time he went at back, back, he always time. goes to that one spot. Even if he was on tour, even on Clockwork, it was Clockwork. Nigga so niggas already be, niggas was watching him. So a nigga that used to be in this crew, the fuck does I gotta do with Yo Gotti though? Because Yo Gotti and Black Youngstar the niggas who paid that nigga to do that shit because they couldn't do it. That industry niggas, they see. Bro, him. on some real shit though, bro, nigga, we seen it happen with Chinks. We seen it happen with multiple niggas that go back to their old hoods. Of course, Snoop. But that's the reason why. But that's another reason why I, I, I understand. Cer- I understand certain artists that literally said like, "Yo, I won't go back to my neighborhood." Snoop got killed by a nigga that he beat in two K. It's not the same shit. So Young Dolph got killed by a nigga who used to be in this crew that got kicked out because he started fucking with them niggas. Mm. And he already knew his routine. He already knew where Dolph went every time he came back into Memphis. When he came from tour, when he came from a business meeting out of state, blah, blah, blah. First stop that he made. Cookies. If he came home around this time, 10.52 at night, come home, go to the club, maybe stay in the crib, fuck a bitch, whatever. Next day in the afternoon, go drive down to Makeda's Cookies. Everybody knew, like, everybody knew the Ferrari he drove or the, the Lamborghini, whatever the fuck he had. Everyone knew that shit. He had the two-tone shit. They saw that shit drive down the street. Ran them there. They had street You can't blame Three that. Three niggas with street You can't niggas. blame that on the OGs. For one thing, nigga, me and Nels been preaching. I can't even go back to my hood because of the stats I'm on. Pop Smoke put up his shit on Instagram. And got but that's, that's the thing. thing. Yeah. That's the thing. Makeda's cookies was in his hood. So what that's why he thought it was I'm, good. I don't, These niggas was like, nah, take care of this nigga. They had real beef, real gang shit. Right, real I gang believe it's real. Hey. Real gang shit. And the easiest nigga, the closest nigga that can, without him thinking, if I, if, if I'm not going to think a nigga like Gio or my cousin Lavelle is going to take me out. Mm. These are niggas that was once like this in my group. Blood. T.O.A. Mm. shit. Right, right. Blood. Once my nigga niggas. I don't think any... Shh, Ended on bad terms when my cousin he left the pod. I'm not thinking he's gonna if he's really that jealous, he gonna have a nigga like try to beat me up or take me out. And then with Gio, he made up some dumb shit. Nobody's on his side. And he knows a lot of niggas on my side, which is his tactical error, because every nigga that's on his side is like, we kinda already know how you move. That's why when we went to Yellow Cup last year, me, my brother, Isaac, and uh, and Coop, all these niggas dapped us up. All these niggas dapped us up. All his boys were like, oh, shit, what's up, bro? Where you been? Then I ain't seen you in here. I was like, yeah, y'all, I'm good, bro. How are you? You chilling? You feel? You blessed? That's all that matters. Da, da, da. He know where to be found. Hmm. He know where to be found. And when I did see him there, these niggas are next to him, and they're just like, 
and he like, oh shit, I gotta keep my head down type shit. You know what I'm saying? Because right. they know my character. But none, he ain't gonna sit there and be like, yo, every time you see this nigga Wale, it's on site. No. I carried myself with as much integrity as I could in that situation. You're the nigga who got emotional. Mm-hmm. And so your boys look at you kind of crazy. Same shit could be said about this shit that we're talking about right here. Young Dolph was like, yo, you're not in the crew no more, nigga. You're no longer Paper Root Empire. You're not PRE no more, nigga. You're weird. You're a widow. You go over there, you hang with them niggas. Mm-hmm. Because he was fucking a bitch from that crew and da da da, hanging with him a couple times. Dolph was like, yo, why are you with these niggas? Yo, whatever, you know, I'm making money. Why can't we be? I, then you with them niggas. Right, right. But then nigga already knew how Dolph moved. He already knew he loved Makeda's cookies. He already knew that every time he come into town, he'd get them niggas $1,000. Even if he only gets fucking $60 worth of cookies. That's how he was. He was a philanthropist, nigga. And so these niggas ran up on him. Four, five, uh, three to four deep with street sweepers as he was coming out of the shop, pink box full of cookies. And he, he pulled his shit out. He tried to get one off. But one nigga with a little handgun against three, four street sweepers. It's different. You're dead. Right. You ain't coming back from that. Didn't and Nipsey, they, didn't they, Nipsey they do the same shit, though? Huh? Sorry, didn't Nipsey do the same shit? No, the nigga that killed Nipsey. Oh, well, the similar shit. They, he, got kicked out of the, he got kicked out of the gang. And allegedly, the feds were hired to, like, get this nigga the fuck out of here. Because he wanted to do the Dr. Sebi shit. But, like, you know, he was a nigga that was labeled a snitch after getting kicked out of the Crips. Kicked out of uh, Rolling Sixties. That's all speculation. We don't know what the fuck the truth is. But what we do know is that you don't go back to your hood without security. Mm -hmm. You need to have three, you need to have four niggas, AKs ready. Like, oh, if I go buy cookies, nigga, I need you, you, Yepes, Chinito, Isaac, Val, all six of y'all niggas in front of the spot where I'm going to eat with the shit out, ready. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to try to go in there and I'm not prepared. Like, what the fuck is that? That's what I'm saying. You know that shit. These niggas. He knew that, but he just thought, not in my hood. Mm. And now, every time I play my nigga Dolph, Young, Dumb and Dumber 1, Dumb and Dumber 2, Baby Root Empire album, all of this shit, all fire too, all of this shit is fire. And, and prayers to his mm-hmm. little cousin. His little cousin's struggling. He's like, yo, man, I accept it, but I'm just maintaining, nigga. I'm never going to be good. I'm I'll never going to be bad. He's like, I'm here. I'm here the whole time. That I don't ever want to be in that position. But like, I'm just, I'm just doing just enough to get by. Right, right. I can never elevate to another octave or another level. I can never go below. I'm just like, I, I accept that my older cousin is no longer here. The nigga that showed me that there was another way to make this money, I'm never going to be okay if he's not here. But I can accept the fact that he's not, and I can stay right here and go right down fucking Main Street. That shit's crazy. Black youngster and your body have everything to do with it. Because they're bitch-ass niggas. But, go ahead, cool. What you nah, I was going to say, um, you almost never had Young Dolph before you had Jim Jones. Huh? You'll hear Young Dolph before you hear Young Jim Oh my God! Get paid, young nigga. Get paid. Get paid, young nigga. Get paid. He got mad joints. He got so many. You know what? I might fuck around and go over there for like an hour. 
You're a liar. I might go over there for you're hours. You're a liar. I might go over there for hours uh, liar. to Pasha and have Fane play like an hour. Oh, with liar. Him. Have him play me a half hour that dope. And then go to Salon. I, mean, I think I'm going to do that. Huh? It well, Pasha's a 1 o'clock man, but I'm going to go over there until 12 and then go to Pasha, uh, Salon. Because, yeah, but... That's that's the last topic that I have, man. I, I apologize for going on. Daya Gucci. Because this nigga Lesh can always try to test him. Hey, man, I pushed it back. You know what I mean? That's oh, wow. Hey, don't, don't, don't do that. Don't do that, man. This is, this is my nigga, bro. I love, love you, bro. Well, well, that part and then on top of that, you know, I've yet to take one sip of your goddamn coffee. Oh, I've been drinking it, bro. I've been sipping it. Listen, I had a tough day, man. I just need to keep my levels right. I didn't need to get all the way. This is an espresso shot, which I appreciate. Mm. I just need to keep my levels right. Mm. So you gonna say that for the breakfast tomorrow? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I, nigga, I, I had the, I had the um, the shit on. I was sleeping, bro. I know. I'm chilling. You know what I mean? So this is my got my levels right. I only need a couple sips. It's okay. I ain't shit. You, I need, you I need, need a, to, I need a say, hug from y'all tonight, man. You need to say hug. thank you to Thompson. Uh, I just said I need a hug from y'all niggas tonight. You don't want your fucking hug. Say thank cool. you. Can I get a hug, bro? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I need a hug, bro. I say need, thank I need, you, bro. You know what? Yeah, I'm going to come get it. <laughs> no, I'm not going to get Stand it. Stand up. Give it to him. I guess. My nigga, man. Come here. Look at these niggas. Come here. You feel good, brother. This nigga's is big, yo. Yo, he's bigger than me. Yeah. Well, let me go to Because this is God special, damn it. special weekend, man. I'm going to get this other last nigga on. You're going to give me best of it. Get your ass over here, nigga. Yeah, I'm feeling. Oh, my God. My nigga, bro. You I got some sick, bro. 13, 13 of things? 13 of what? 13 of them years? 13 of them years? Nah, I was going to say 20. If you had told me, motherfucking 2009, that I would have had to known this nigga for this long, bro. Me. I would have said, fuck you, bro. Yeah, I'm nah, the first time. Yeah, honestly, I'm, I'm very blessed, man. There's a lot of motherfuckers that I met my freshman year in high school, yo. Yeah, that still tight with. Still tight with him. He shot. was a liar in high school, too. I was a shame. Stop the recording. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey. Yeah, it's my broken. Everybody was broken. for like two years. I didn't find out until the Because he said he was fucking 15 when he was actually... 13. No, no, no. So I said I was a year older because I used to hang out with the older crowd. So when I got to my when I got to my high school, we did it. Well, no, no, no. We did the summer fusion shit. Yes. I'm like, we're still trying to figure out whatever, whatever. I thought he was in tenth grade. He was in ninth. So like one of my one of my OGs, with me. one of my OGs from my neighborhood, he took me underneath his wing on some shit like y'all like uh, your brother Big Bang. No, uh, Kenakai. R.I.P. Yeah, rest in peace, Kenny Kai. Man. So, Kenny saw my brother as his, as his older brother. So, yes. it was like a default, like, yo, you, you watch out for my older brother. He's at your high school. I said, let's da-da-da-da. He's already older than me. So, when I hung out with him, they assumed that I was an older student that I just transferred in. And I'm like, nah, like, I'm starting with y'all. Like, some infusion, da-da-da. But they assumed I was. Right. And I ain't gonna hold you. I ran with it. I was like, yo, like, I literally ran with it. I was like, yeah, I'm the old boy. I was like, oh, yeah, like, yo, oh, y'all 14? I'm 15. Are y'all 17? I'm 18. I'm already legal. So, what did you actually find out? Not until midway through the year. So, they found out through midway year, but what solidified the shit is that we went to (laughs) Finnegan's. And I'll never forget the shit. We was leaving his crib. It was me and my boy Shadi. Myself, we all we went on the bus to get downtown. It was walking, walking to Finnegan's. These niggas are already eighteen because it's summertime. 
This nigga's birthday is in May. This nigga's birthday is in June. So I'm like, I bet. My birthday's in September. Mm. I'm still 17. So they obviously, you know what I mean? Like, they got some pull because we, we knew one of our OGs that's older than us. So I was like, all right. Shout his cousin. Know what I mean, well, if they're they 18, just like, man. And he went by that. My ass, I already had an ID. I already had a license the whole nine. Oh, nah, like, I forgot my shit at the crib. I didn't realize that shit just now. Y'all, I'm going to catch y'all later. Nah. <laughs> That's when like, yeah, this nigga's younger than us. Like, it's alright. It's alright. Like, it's alright. So I put on a whole facade saying I was older. In actuality, I was the same. Like, I was the youngest out of the group. I was literally legit out of the group that we played ball together. I was the youngest. Yeah. Youngest out of the niggas that weren't in our class. Pretty much. Because Chuck and all the niggas. So we was the the youngest and shit. So it took me. I was like, yo, my my birthday's in September, bro. So that's why, like, I always laugh because I'm like, damn, like, I really just got to school on time because, fuck it, my birthday's in September. Mm. So, but yeah. it was it was a good, it was a good run. But I told myself, I was like, and I, and I learned this over through my my older brother, where he used to tell me, I was like, yo, Shut man, on, if you if if those are your guys, man, just tell them the truth, man. Like they can they can yeah, they're always gonna joke because niggas. That's what we do with niggas. We're not always gonna joke about the shit, but they'll respect you because some fact that you told them truthfully. So they're like, you want to be respected, or you want to be like, or just laughed at constantly. So essentially, I was like, all right, bet. So when dudes ask me the truth, I'm like, all right, cool. I I fib a little here and there to this day, but like niggas that know me, they know like, all right, like he's not in the mood, like he ain't gonna come outside, mm. or like nah, he's he's not feeling it, whatever, whatever. Like once you hang out with somebody and build that report or that relationship, you know the vibes. So, but yeah, man. Good times. Good times. All right, yo. All right. I know you heard that. You heard that? We are about to wrap up. Oh, uh, you are 56 minutes away from turning. Well, nigga, I know you was, you was a morning baby or you was a night baby? Um, you don't know. My birthday was Mother's Day, 1989. Yo, hey. At 3 a.m. Let me just say, bro. Yeah. My birthday is at 3 a.m. Yo, let me Put just say, bro. This is this right here is a blessing, bro. We got to remember this shit. This shit right here is a milestone. What, this pod? Just... This experience? No, this, this experience right this here. This right here? Of course. That's what I, yo. Because, like, yo, bro, you don't know too many things. Because you're going to my birthday shit tomorrow. I am coming. It starts at 5. Why am yeah. I not coming? It's your birthday, nigga. Come on, bro. I'm just out. $5. Hey. $5. I take that. I'm coming with a bottle, too, for my nigga, bro. Okay. That's, that's what I'm going to do. Come on $10. $10. What? The dollars you don't show up. With the bottle? With hey, the bottle. you know what? I want in on that shit, too. I want to cash in on that. Nah, nah, nah. I want to cash in on that shit. It's not what I'm saying. Nah, nah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want a piece so, of that. So, I'm going to bet. I'm going to bet. You ain't showing up at all. And I'm going to bet you. You ain't showing up with a bottle. Wow. That's okay, okay. I, I guess I'm going. I mean, you don't get nothing. It's my birthday. I'm not paying no It's on him. He knows. All right. But, hey. Tell me what you want to drink. I got you. You know what I drink. If I take one more drink, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to end I like the hours you pick. Five or four to ten. It works for me. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm going to go in there a little bit. Right. And, and but you were saying something. You was like, I'm looking for... Well, no, I was just explaining. Ferrari, like, this right Jaguar, here. Right here. You don't know too many niggas that like no friends as long as we get, bro. You know what I mean? This is fucking, for me, 13 years, bro. You know what I mean? And I know you niggas for years now, bro. It's just... Yeah, like I said, I would never know. Was, I would have left Bert's class at that we, time, We bro. forced you to like us, though. I stole nah, you. I stole nah, you. Nah, nah. Come on. I stole what you. What are you talking about? You was hanging out with them others. Mukat, yo. What you, you was hanging out with them others? Listen, when you ain't got real niggas that got your back, 
you get you get in stupid situations. No, of course, but it's one of those. I think I think the truth about that shit when it came out, and I think it's really poetic and ironic, and just like universal universal destiny that you're here with two niggas. He 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 kept me from going to jail. Let me he know. kept me from going Yo, to jail. Each one of you niggas on some real shit, bro. There's a moment in each one of y'all did something special for me, yo. But I'm going I'm to I'm mention till, right till now. One of these things, one of these, and I'm talking about ultra in love with two days. No, I know, know, I know. There was a time, even though Bless is in here right now, but I always love Bless for this moment. Me and Rose were walking to the car, and we was about to get jumped by these niggas. Bro. Yeah, Pawtucket niggas. By Pawtucket niggas. And Bless, Bless came out of Roxy, bro. He, he ran up with and said, y'all good? But he came with niggas, bro. Yeah. Like, and we looked around and said, I bet y'all don't want to fight no more. <laughs> he came out, I, I remember, because he told me he had Chris Andre. He said, y'all good? So, yeah, yeah, we could now. <laughs> Chris Andre, he had a couple of, it was like, yo, hey, what's, what's up? I ain't never seen that nigga in action, but hey, bro, some real shit. I got some real niggas. It's not, even, it's not even that. It's with family, nigga. That's what I'm saying. It's just family I, ties. No baby king, no Kendrick. I'm not, I'm not going to hold you. I laugh every time, like hard, because this thing always tells me, and when you said it, I was like, nah, no fucking way. The fact that it was like, yo, you motivate this nigga to get back in the gym. To me, I, I, I take that humbly respectfully because of that time frame. And I, I honestly needed the gym. Because, like, if I didn't go to the gym, I would have been fucking, like, God knows where. You would have been in jail. God knows where. But, like. You would have been in jail. No, I would have angry. You would have been in jail. You were angry. You know what's crazy? As much as I said that earlier about, you know, Wally being easy, he's an asshole. Wally's a fucking. <laughs> just so y'all niggas know. I was trying to emphasize. I just felt it. But, yo, I'm not a piece of shit. shit. What? I'm an asshole. He's an asshole. And that, and to the core. That. To the fucking core, bro. Absolutely. I seen, I seen this nigga diss strippers, bro. Diss strippers. As I but should. yo, bro, some real shit. When it came time for my first match, bro, I needed to talk to this nigga, bro. And you this won. Because it was certain shit that I knew that he would say to me to get me to go in there. You won. Because, you, know, you didn't win the second one because the nigga was longer than you fought. Yeah. But, hey, uh, but the reason I'm still fighting, yo, because I was like, should I even do this shit, bro? That's the type of shit. You know, and I told you, dumbass. Nah, you know, I mean, like, it was love. And if you feel like your age is is a contributor to you not pre- performing at your full potential, then stop. But if it's not, nigga, keep fighting. Fuck these niggas. But it, I, I don't know if I told you this shit. The reason why I was posting the whole fucking gym shit, it was an ego thing for me. Mm. Yeah, honestly, he like, wanted to prove that he was handsome. No, know? it wasn't. No, it wasn't even proven to handsome. It was. It was no, 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 no. It was. It was more so because <laughs> I told you, you and Sean fucked my mindset up. Once you said it was like, oh, it was jokes between me and Clown. I was like, oh, this thing is a joke, sir. He's gonna keep joking. Oh, you're fat. You're fat. Then it was like, all right, one of our buddies that we went to high school with that knows that I right, we we went to high school together. We played ball together. It's like, nah, nigga, you fat. And I'm like, damn, we got two niggas that like I grew. Up Literally grew up with, tell me I'm fat. I bet say less. And it was just a, it was really like I'm, the best way I could put it as. And I hate to see Matt anime. It was like Vegeta and uh, Dragon Ball Z. My pride was on my. It was it was my forefront. And like I lied because I didn't realize how close knit with my pops was. His his pride is the same way. I emulate the same shit with my my father. He's very prideful. I'm very prideful. So when it came down to like, oh, you can't, and it correlates to the whole Nigerian customs, it was like our slang or, or a lingo or more so like our, our, our phrase is like, Niger no carry last. 
And everybody, oh, what does that mean? What about like, no, nah, we're not never coming in last place. So when it was like, oh, this thing is running track, blah, blah, we're at the track and he's running. I'm like, nah, I ain't gonna go last. Even though I came on last, in my mind, I'm like, nah, nigga, you ain't gonna come last. And we kept on racing. Yeah, we kept yeah, on racing on some yeah. shit. We kept on doing the workouts. We kept on doing the shit. And I was just like, yo, I was too prideful to say, like, yo, nah, this ain't it. Like, nah, I'm when not. I, yo, when I I'm, seen that shit and you doing the stairs, I was like, oh, that shit's death. I was like, I gotta get back to work. Our, our, one of my, coincidentally, as you mentioned that shit, so one of our other best, one of our close, I wanna say best friends, uh, my boy shot his nephew. This nigga sent a, he sent a text message. He was like, yo, this shit's no joke. I was like, yo, bro, I could have been told you that shit's no joke. Mm. But like, it was one of those things where I take pride in that because I really like, I really favor him because he's doing some shit with his shit. Like, he's doing the shit with the educational shit, he's doing shit with the basketball shit. I love the fact that he's doing this shit. I love the fact that he's following the blueprint from his elders. And it's like, all right, bet. Like, you actually listen to us because we're not trying to stir you wrong. We want we want you to be successful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we made joking Josh and all that shit. But at the same token, it's like, yo, like, listen, if, 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 and I'm, I'm happy, and I say this, I say this on, on record, I want you to be successful in what you're doing. And I had a tough time with that. And it's kind of like a therapy session in a sense of me, but that's not needless to say. Like, if boxing is your thing, bro, I want you to be successful in boxing. If you have dreams of being a champ, be the champ. Whether it be from the state, division, nationally, it don't matter. I'm going to support you any way I can. Mm. If you tell me, like, yo, bro, I need you to hear for support system, I'll, I'll do my due diligence to be there. For his ass, oh, bro, I'm doing a comedy show. For the longest time, oh, yeah, you came to my comedy show? Yeah, 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 it was lit, da, da, da. What joke I said? I don't know about it all. But it's like it was not right to him because he supports me in my craft. Why can't I support him? So it's like, oh, I'm doing a comedy show. All right, bet. What can I do? I just show up. Cool, fuck it. Let me listen to your set. How's my set? Give him positive feedback. Give him the, not even positive feedback, but give him feedback. This is what you can do better. This is what you can say better. I feel like this is this. Okay, I understand because of demographics, but this is what you can do. Because... Your real friends is gonna tell you the harsh truth, whether you like it or not. It may you f- make uh, it, it may make you feel uncomfortable, mm-hmm. but it, it it puts you in a space like I bet he's saying this shit because he wants to see better. Yeah. There's been times I told myself psychologically I suck as a DJ. This nigga and one of our older brodies, Chris Topher, I fucking hate his ass. My arch nemesis. He literally went to three females that walked back to back and told him was like yo. How'd you think the DJ did? He did a phenomenal job. Da, 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 da. That was one. How'd you think the DJ did? He did a phenomenal job. Oh, I was lit the whole time, blah, blah, he did it up. But in my head, I felt like I suck. But his ass, he proved me wrong. It was like, yo, you have three females. That's the pivotal of the party. They literally they literally tell you, like, yo, you trash or not. And they didn't cap. They was like, you know, like, you did your good job. And I, I, and I, and I try to emulate that same mindset. It was like, yo, if I hear his set... I bet I know what set he's going to because I heard this joke before. Or he's trying a new set. Let's see if it sticks. How did it stick? Could he do something better? Or it's like shit. Like yo, like I don't have any hate in my body. Like I want motherfuckers to flourish. I don't care if I come in last place. As long as I see my niggas doing good, I know I'm gonna do good. Now I mean I'm not saying like to say oh I'm gonna mooch off you. I'm like nah, nigga. Like yo, I want you to do good. Why wouldn't I? Like that's I I I I can't see that to be like oh damn these niggas doing good. I'm. A, Nah, I don't have a hate in my body. If this nigga comes a top comedian overnight, fuck it, my nigga, run with that shit. Do what you gotta do. 
I'm gonna still watch your videos. I'm gonna still listen to your stand-up. You think stand this is gonna be on the road? Nah, so man. Like, it's if it's mm-hmm. if it's some shit like like if box is really your thing, like, all right, cool, you Golden Glove, blah, blah, blah. and I think like and and I'm I'm channeling my inner Jabron. Shout out to Jabron because that's my guy, and his mindset was like, yo, listen, like if you're doing so good, I want you to excel. And like I talked to him all the time. I was like, yo, my, I'm my worst enemy. It was like, oh why? Da da da. He's like, yo, you do such a wonderful job, DJ. And like he 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 feeds into he feeds into like yo listen like bro if you're doing a good job I I got nothing less I'm learning off you and I'm like yo bro like I'm still learning they like, say nah bro like you used to know some shit that I don't know now I mean there's a stance that you like, watched greats way longer than he has ex- and, and like since and you I, was in high school and I, and, I, and, I mean, and like that's the, the thing about you that you don't give yourself enough credit for. Nah, never. I remember. And so, like, we're recording. We're two hours and ten minutes in. I'm I do want to rap. I apologize. There's no apology necessary. But what you got to understand is you have the ultimate advantage and cheat code over a lot of these DJ niggas because you got franchise. No, of course. Nice hits. D1. Lefty. Half Pint. Fred the Great. Uh, you got all these niggas. That you, as a as a 14, 15-year-old nigga, got to watch. And a lot of these DJs are in positions of power right now. Mm-hmm. But they're doing their own shit. Franchise is the voice of Rhode Island right now. He's the voice of the 401. You go on the franchise report and you freestyle. You're going to be... You're, your likes are going up at least 100 people. No, of course. You know what I'm saying? So you have that in your to your advantage. For people like Jabron who just got popping, you know, pre-COVID, mm-hmm. right before COVID, you know what I'm saying? Light-skinned, Latino, good dude, you know what I mean? Love, love Jabron, and I love our partnership, you know what I mean? Pull up to uh, Revival Brewing May 19th, I'm, I curate the monthly comedy mm-hmm. show there, and I wouldn't be able to do it without the partnership of, you know, Jabron, Jabron BVD. However, with that said... I love how he pays his homage and respect because he knows that as even with all the popularity that he has, a lot of that shit is from the shit that he's done outside of the 401. Mm. Because he's popping in New York, Boston, oh, Cali, Cali yeah. Texas. Nigga got flown to Cali to DJ. He's 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 just wild. He's popping here too, but not on the level that he would like to be. You know what I'm saying? And the fact that he got clout in Boston, Philly, New York, Cali, Texas, that helps him here, but like there's still a lot of people that don't know who the fuck he is. Not facts. He's not international yet. He's not a poly D. You know what I'm saying? He's not a screw loose. You remember Screw Loose? Staria's mm-hmm. brother cousin in law? Mm-hmm. Screw loose, this nigga and and I'm gonna say this and I'm gonna shut the fuck up. DJ Screw Loose, Tiranian dude. Born and raised in Pawtucket, but he's a part of this collaborative of DJs. Most of them are based out of Massachusetts, Northern Mass, and like up like Northern New England. And he has like eleven thousand followers, like legit. Mm. But he's basically a poly D. He's DJing stadiums along with the other six or seven DJs that are in this collection. He has an agent as a DJ. He has an agent. And he's DJing stadium. So he's making thousands of dollars per gig. And he's traveling all over New England to do these gigs. 
that nigga is, he's, he's doing something that all of our favorite DJs could easily be doing if they were younger and didn't have families, but he doesn't have a family, and he's doing that shit, right? Fucking on now. He's on tour mm. type shit. You know what I'm saying? Which is incredible. Incredible. And so I said all that to say, Thompson ain't too far from that. As long as he stays the course and keeps doing what he's got to do. And there's a lot of DJs that aren't too far from that. But they got to have the network in order to, like, uplift them and put them in that position, right? And so, this nigga got mad talent. He's got mad shit going for him. You know what I mean? It's just, he might not always want to feel... He, he might not always want to do things a certain way. You know what I mean? Like, Coop got a... He, like, he's literally better than a lot of these DJs that are new because he's already saw how it's done. He could take all the best pieces from all the DJs he's seen since he was 14 and put that into one perfect pot of gumbo. Mm-hmm. DJ gumbo. <laughs> and have his own set. Revamp like, my shit. DJ gumbo. Cra- it's just crap. crap. Mm-hmm. And I've seen him do it. <clears throat> I've seen him do it. He's going to be at Troop all summer. On Saturday or Sunday? I'm, I'm, I don't know yet. I'm waiting for him to get back it's to It's already me. booked. I'm it's already booked. Ahead. I saw it on the calendar. So, you don't have to know. But I already saw it. You're booked. I think you're booked every third or fourth Sunday for the rest of the summer at Troop. You got the Sunday. This nigga. My friend. Our friend. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of him. Because I know how hard he worked to get that. He's also going to be doing Saturdays on Fed Hill at uh, fucking Nara. He used to go to Nara. Upstairs? Upstairs. Second oh, shit. Yeah. I, he's, been working his, he's been working his ass off. And there's, not, there's nothing to say but like, yo, congrats. Because I know how hard he works. You know what I'm saying? Niggas can have whatever issues they have with Coop. Coop is a nigga who's loyal to a fault, and he'll show up for you. Hands in both pockets, pulled out, <laughs> drawers on, no pants. He's a loyal motherfucker. That's what he do. Yeah, put that nasty shit in the, in the fridge. I should water down with the motherfucker. Yeah, it's gonna be no, trash. It's just so good. It's not good, man. It's I'm used. You sound like the I'm a ghost. That nigga sound like an uncle at the barbecue. Like, y'all still good? That, that little brown in Yeah, yeah look at you. Let's rap. Love you, cool. No, I appreciate love you. Love skin. I appreciate you. We got, cele- we got a celebration in 38 minutes. Yeah, we out of here. Uh, happy birthday to me. <laughs> Merry New Year. Merry New Year. Merry New Year. Merry New Year. My nigga got on black and gold in one shorts. Ain't seen them shit since 2004. Oh, you a Coop, bachelor, bachelor Coop for real. out there wearing his chucks. You can't dance. Yo, it's, what's crazy is that like, you're a supreme athlete with no rhythm. And that will always bother me. He said I always bother me. I can't with this nigga, man. This. Wale this. is here. Light Skin Corey is here. Thompson, a.k.a. Red Velvet, is here. Red Velvet, sign off, man. Sign the fuck off. Yo, Get um, out of here. I'm going to uh, quote a line from our queen of the podcast. Yes. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell their mama. Yes. Or the person in your family that talks Or the person that talks the most. About the pregame. About the pregame yes. podcast. Bree, we love you. We, we love miss you. Girl. Queen, enjoy yourself. Yes. Flourish. Yes. Um, you already know the vibes. This is pregame podcast, man. We here. We live. 
Stay tuned to our social media platforms. We will be a full-fledged effect on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, whatever. It don't matter. We're going to be out here. We got shit coming. We got shit cooking. We just want to make it presentable. And um, that's it. That's that's on my side. Um, Sign. Yep. I'm too drunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sign off, light skin. It's a, ooh. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of drunk too myself. Oh, you hey, drunk, man, this, is a, this is a great podcast, man. Yo, I love that fact that we caught up. And, um, man, happy birthday to my nigga Wale, bro. Thank this, you, brother. This is Appreciate a beautiful you. day, man. Like I said, this is a milestone right here, bro. Yes. Sitting here reflecting on where we came and where we're going to go, bro. 2009. I can't wait to see it, bro. I know we're going to flourish, bro. Shout out to TOA, my nigga. Shout yeah, out to TOA. We're not a gang like YSL, so feds. How long has that group been, that organization been going on for? <laughs> hey, yo, stop saying that. <laughs> <laughs> We're out of here, man. We love y'all. Wale, Red Velvet, Lace and Corey. We out of here, man. Episode 266 of the pregame podcast. Word. We love y'all. Word. Stay black. Stay blessed. Stay highly favored. And we'll see y'all next week. Peace!